All right. Welcome back to the BMX in our blood. Really appreciate you guys being patient with me. I did the uh, last podcast I dropped was the end of December. That was a a best of, and uh, there was there was a lot of good stuff on there. It's um, a few of my favorites, but not all. That's for sure. I wish I had more time to edit. I would have liked to have included a little bit from from the the previous sixty podcast so anyhow just got back from a weekend at ray's mountain bike park actually uh by way of wheel mill stopped there for a bit always enjoy seeing the guys there and girls because i ran into nina vitrago and that was super nice and uh she is an amazing woman so um, hopefully you will all get a chance to meet her at some point because it's it's well worth it just a very very positive energetic person so anyway at the uh, old fool's jam that was put on by shane boylan i think it is if i'm wrong i apologize but it was a it was a really great event while i was there i i linked up with a couple couple guys that have been on my radar and one of them is Scotty Oakley, who you'll hear from in just a minute. So uh, Scotty was a great interview, uh, super kind, uh, very sincere, solid guy. So with that said, that was a good time to uh, to screw around with him. So our guest griller came in, and uh, you'll hear who that is. It's pretty, it's pretty good. He. Um, he definitely added a lot to the conversation and uh, wasn't nearly as soft as I am with uh, with the interview. It's a good listen. I can promise you that. So anyhow, I will be out and about over the rest of the winter and uh, will hopefully be able to keep it consistent. But uh, anyway, I, I really appreciate everyone listening and I, I continue to get so many kind words through direct message on on instagram through ground dead 2000 there's just so many so many good people out there and people that appreciate the podcast so and i certainly appreciate that you all do because it's it's not uh easy for me but i see a lot of value in it uh, on a personal level for all of the people i interview as well as myself one last thing you know what? I'm going to make it two last things. Thank you, Powers Bike Shop, Chad Powers, powersbikeshop.com. Uh, he has been a great supporter and continues to be. So thank you, Chad. I wanted to let you all know that the fifth annual fundraiser that uh, that I'm deeply involved in is definitely going to happen this year on July 21st back at Powder Ridge Ski Mountain in Connecticut, Middlefield, Connecticut. So that'll be a great time, and there's a great surprise coming with that one. Uh, let's just say it is something that will that will make things a bit easier for people that are traveling from outside of, outside of the, the area. So it's going to be good. Can't wait to announce it. Uh, just getting some things wrapped up before I do that. Uh, 
thanks again to all of you for the for the healing vibes. Things are going great, and I really appreciate the checking in and and all. It's been uh, it's it's made the difference for sure. Because anyone that's been been out like like this, it's uh, it's painful initially and once you get through that it kind of gets into more of a mind game of what you plan on doing in the future Uh, especially when you're uh, a little long in the tooth like like myself so uh anyway thank you for listening i really do appreciate it and here is scotty ocalette yeah we'll just start this so anyway welcome to the bmx in our blood scotty ocalette i'm saying your name correctly right yes sir because I heard it announced so many times in my lifetime. Possibly. <laughs> it's, spelling is a different story. My phone fortune, fortunately autocorrects the, the spelling. So Sure. But it's, uh, it, this is so cool that I get to, to meet up with you here because it's... Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to be at Ray's. And this is actually my first time ever coming here and not having to make the drive the day of. So oh, to be able to actually stay the night here and get up and drive three miles down the road is big bonus i'm looking forward to it definitely will yeah. you head home tomorrow night yeah i'm gonna head home tomorrow night okay. yeah I, Be home for you know i came up with rich hoppy mm-hmm. and nate hecky and then bill nitchie's tagging along with us and yeah we're just uh yeah i think i, I think bill may be staying till sunday but i know rich and i and, and nate oh, are heading okay. home tomorrow night after after we session yeah awesome yeah, yeah. um i actually sent shane a text tonight because i was curious shane Bolin, he's one of the oh. main guys behind the old fool's uh, movement as far as that goes mm-hmm. and uh, I sent him a text and I just uh, Facebook messaged asking him how long has this been going on because we were trying to all put it all together Yeah. and I think we came together that the first one only because I bought a new car and we used that car the following winter to come here it was oh, okay. about January of 2013 was the first one so oh, okay. this is the 8th one I believe yeah yeah, yeah so we're Sorry, we shouldn't be doing these math challenges right yeah, off the I bat know, man. this thing. You yeah, know? <laughs> and we actually talked about it in the room earlier, but, you know. Yeah, right, right. That was, that was a half hour ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's new to people that are, that are going to hear this now. You're right. But, uh, yeah, so if you want to give a little bit of background, we'll start with that. Because uh, all I remember is, I think I saw you wearing a bionic uniform at one point. Yeah. But I don't know a lot of your, your earlier, earlier history... And let's start with a fun one. A friend of mine and I always talk about this. What was your MBL number? Do you remember your five-digit MBL number? Yeah, absolutely. 34919. You're a low one. Yeah, I started in uh, August of 82. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember racing the first day. I I still have my my second-place ribbon that I got from Mm -hmm. Rock Hill Park that day. Um, You know, was really excited about it. And I actually ended up refining... Uh, BMX racing by going to a softball game with my friend the weekend before oh, and okay. uh, his the softball diamonds were right next to the BMX track and mm-hmm. there was a race going on so we walked over there and checked it out and I was yeah. super excited when I got home yeah, yeah. parents took me the next weekend I was hooked I mean uh, started in August by uh-huh. December I was expert yeah, yeah. Um, and raced my first national I think in March of uh, 83 Wow. And uh, got a second, actually. My first national I ever went to. In, in seven, expert. Seven expert. Because wow. back then, uh, actually at that race, I'm not 100, I can't 
it was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but they canceled. There were so many races at that race yeah, yeah. Um, that they canceled open classes for the weekend. Be- what a novel idea. Maybe USA yeah. Bank should listen to this. I, I'm almost positive, <laughs> and, and it was a long time ago. I mean, we're talking 37 years ago, but I remember them actually yeah. refusing to race certain classes because there were so, much, yeah. so many competitors. And- I think it's a good idea because if you if you don't do that, then you're just rushing that you're you know like like they'd have to do it the ABA grants I know USA BMX grants it's three three motos on track it's, uh, at one time 100% yeah and I, I I wish they would get rid of some of these open classes because they'd mixed open and regular open so anyway back to your story yeah. they where was that national um, that national was in Memphis Tennessee uh, the oh, same building okay. that we raced Memphis Nationals in for yeah. years yeah into the 90s right early and, and 90s it was actually a really cool setup uh, they they raced the tr- the track had two starting hills. Mm-hmm. Um, they raced on this starting hill on Saturday, and they switched it and raced on this starting hill on Sunday. Oh wow! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. By the time I went there, it was probably it was probably ninety ninety one. So it was, it was sure different then because they didn't switch it. It was definitely the same well, both days. Back then too, I mean, I if I remember correctly, there was a total of four jumps on the whole track. There was a <laughs> There was a roller down the first straight, there was a roller down the second, and they were, you know, same transitions yeah, on each yeah, yeah. side, so that way when they flipped the course, it didn't affect the, how the course ran. Can you imagine? And that's how jumps were back, I think, more that I know. that time and day, you know. That's why when people say, this isn't bicycle motocross, they want real bicycle motocross. Really? Do you, do you really want the crap that, that you and I rode? There was a time and place for it, but... I think the aspect of... The pedaling aspect needs mm-hmm. to come back a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, I still love watching racing. It's nothing that gives me any kind of interest at all. I just don't have any competitive desire to go out there yeah. and, and bang bars with somebody. Right, right. Um, and uh, but ju- I love watching it. I mean, I watch mm. the ABA Grands while doing things around the house and sure. stuff. But I had it pretty much on the TV all day long yeah. if I was home. So I do the same thing. I yeah, I, I still support sorry, it. USA BMX. Yeah, yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone knows. I know. You know what I it know. really is, um, but yeah, I'm. I'm glad it's still going. I mean, I, I sure. think it's great that it's still going. As you know, growing up as mostly MBL. Or, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was MBL all the way up till. Um, the ABA, uh, the Indianapolis track went ABA in oh. 1990, and I actually still. I'm almost positive I signed up in 1990 I, I have my original slip that was filled oh, out okay. with and they gave you the bottom copy as your temporary yeah. ID and uh, I'm pretty sure that was like in August or something like that okay. or September 90 right 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 because yeah. I was I wasn't able to drive at that time mm-hmm. so I rode up there with some friends I got you and I'm pretty sure it was Rich and some other buddies that are with me today yeah that's so oh, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's that's definitely awesome it is uh, so so you're mostly MBL yeah um, Indianapolis was the only ABA track, or the closest, I should say. Well, that was the first track to in the area that switched to it. They were MBL oh, all the way up to that point. Oh, I see. It. All right, yeah. I got you. I got you. And, and then, I don't know if you ever been to the one that's at the Velodrome there. No. Okay, it's no. right there by Marion University, so it's their okay. it's their training facility pretty oh. much for where Marion University is located. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. less than a mile away from the college. I don't know if this stuck or not, but a couple of years ago they they started collegiate collegiate uh, BMX racing, right? And they're still doing that, and they yeah. are okay. And Marion is know. one of the schools, I think. Right? I'm pretty sure that they dominate every year. Yeah, from what but, I understand. Right. I, wow. I don't pay attention to it enough on that sure. level, but I know that I've seen a couple of mm-hmm. those where 
I've seen them racing and not understanding why the whole main crew of double yeah. A's or elites, whatever they want to call them these days. Right. Because uh, if you look, if you watch a race, they call them elites. Yeah, if yeah, go, yeah. If you yeah. go check the standings on the USA BMX site, you have to look up double A pro. So I find that kind of entertaining. That is funny. I never, <laughs> I, I, I never thought about that. I never thought to check. Yeah, that's for sure. But the only reason I, because when the, they were racing yeah. that Saturday night, I just went in and checked the points and just to see who, where yeah. people were standing, and I just noticed yeah. it was double A pro. Yeah, which is yeah. always nice because then you know who to watch for because yeah. they're on the the hot seat to yeah. to perform. So, yeah, I I had no idea. So, but I don't know. Maybe they do call them double A when they're racing. I don't know. I don't pay attention. No, elite. No. As, as far as as, as far as I've heard, I've only That's heard too. Yeah. elite when they race UCI in the international races, the Supercross series. I are they called elite there too? They are. That's where the elite came from. Okay. Yeah, from I the UCI. You. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I mean, wow. I've been out of it before that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how old are you then? Because it sounds like you're younger than me. I'm 43. You're 43? Yeah, yeah, I'll be 44 this year in okay. May. Okay. Yeah. So, I got a couple and, of years on and, you. And you're what? 40, I'm 48. 48, okay. Yeah. yeah which is uh, probably closer to Rich's age. Bill's right? age. And Bill Nitsky, right? Bill is 48. Okay. And Rich is 44. Uh, oh, Rich is. Rich will be 45 here in April. Oh, got it. We won't yeah. let him hear the part that we just... Made him sound like he was you know, really old looking. He's pushing that halfway to fifty mark. And then, I know. You know. So if we could uh, go back to, so you started racing, and then it sounds like you were pretty accomplished, pretty fast. I got, you know, I had my successes, but I also mm-hmm. didn't do well at races initially uh-huh. too. Right. Um, I know that first year, um, you know, uh, they only plated experts only, and they only plated up to twenty. I yeah. think that was pretty much what they did until mid uh, early nineties. They started doing the forty. Yeah, I think so. Something I think like that. So, yeah. But I finished national twenty three my first year, so I didn't get a number plate. In seven X. And I, I would no, eight X because I turned eight that year. That's right. Okay. Um, and then the next year I did decent, and I ended up getting national number fourteen. So that was my first national number plate oh, in okay. nineteen eighty four. All right. Yeah. And so the the team deal. As you probably heard people talk about, just in conversation about BMX, everyone's on a team now, so it's hard to tell who's who's basically a rookie or someone looking to get sponsored. You know, you can't. It's you're right. It seems yeah. to be wearing something. So, geez, what was your first team? I'll just leave it. At yeah, that. Uh, my first little team was a local little bike mm-hmm. shop called Denny's Bike Shop. Okay, um, they were located in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, not actually, it's kind of it's. I work for Summit City Bicycles. Um, they were originally located directly across the street from them, so they were, you know, bicycle oh. competitors back in the day. And Denny also had a son that was my age, so that's how we became friends because we raced against one another, and right. they were always really good guys. Yeah. Um, and I've actually ran into Denny's son uh, a couple times over the past, you know, 15, 20 years, and still oh, okay. still the same type of people and sound like they're, they're really doing well as well. Oh, that's good. But from there... Um, I went, I think I rode for like a, uh, I can't, there was premium. I don't know if you ever remember hearing about premium. I don't. I think that was like my, see, this is where I, early years like that are tough. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. premium, I believe, was a Fort Wayne based team, but it had like me, Barry, uh, Amando Hopkins, Jeff Jacobowski, 
uh-huh. all these guys that were from the Fort Wayne area, and they yeah. would go to nationals, and almost all of us pretty consistently made our main. Really? That's awesome. Things didn't work out with that, so I ended yeah. up kind of doing my own thing, my mom mm-hmm. and dad and me. I ended up, I think, riding for Co-Factory Cyclocraft for the rest uh-huh. of that year. Right. Um, and then the next year... I believe is when I rode for Weeslers. I think I was like 11. Oh, I forgot about Weeslers. Yeah, so okay. Weeslers preceded Bionic because yeah. Weeslers was purchased and then it turned into Bionic oh, is okay. how it worked. Um, so that's how you and Barry ended up still on the same team? Yeah, that was. there were teams in between those. So oh, I rode okay. for Weeslers from like, I believe from 11 to 12 years old and then... Mm-hmm. Then I rode for a team that you might be a little bit more familiar with, uh, the Cannons uh, Cycle. Oh, out of Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize that. Mr. Oops. Cannon, Mike Yeah, what was the name of or, the I'm sorry, Cycle? Oh, what did they go under? Gosh, um, dang it. They had white shirts. Uh, yes. Um, yep, I... Did that have a Cyclecraft connection? Was it Cycle Works? I'm almost certain that I still might even have the jersey. Yeah, but it was Cycle something. I know that for sure. Yeah, I, I yeah. almost feel like it is at cycle least. Cycle Works or I'm something I'm pretty like sure that. it was Cycle Works, yeah. yeah. That's what I feel, but I'm not sure if I'm right. I'm just throwing anything out to redeem myself because my, my buddy's like, what? how could you not remember that? You yeah, know? I know, I because know. Because that, that trailer, uh, it, was, it was fun because it wasn't like dialed. It was just, it was like disorganized organization I don't know it was like, I remember they had piles just, of stuff in there oh yeah yeah, yeah and they probably just shoved it all out but Mr. Cannon was awesome and his kids were good uh, Jimmy was good absolutely uh, Chris yeah Chris and Jimmy yeah. Chris made some tough means too he, he did really he well he had a tough class he was a year younger than me so he was in like the Timmy Strzelecki class and, yeah and uh, of course I got to race Timmy half the year too because we were always the same the age, age from about January till May oh, okay. when I turned up. So I got it. Yeah, I've got some good Timmy Strzelecki stories where he smoked me. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I saw he made a comment. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, we'll cover that comment. Yeah, a little bit. yeah. I'm I not usually, afraid to admit it. So. No, it's, <laughs> um, it don't don't we all? I'll, I'll tell you what. When you do yours, I'll I'll match it with an equally embarrassing uh, story. Oh, so good. It's, it's it, actually it's way more than equal. It's like, <laughs> uh, Orlando is where Timmy really got me. Um, okay. But Timmy, uh, oh, the one that he talked about was one when I kicked out on his front wheel every yeah, yeah. when my I first ever raced him back in '88 or something like that. I don't recall that, but it, I can't it say was it did. National though somewhere. Yeah, probably. and yeah. some punk kid named Timmy Strzelecki <laughs> beat me for the first time. I wasn't happy evidently, so I kicked out on him after the finish line. Right. Hey, I don't know. It's don't fair. Know. Just sending a message. I know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so the Canon cycle yeah. cycle works. We think it might be. Um, how long it was was that to finish the year? You said, or was it or was the Co-Factory Cyclecraft to finish the year? It was Co-Factory Cyclecraft to finish the year. Then I rode for the Cannons the next mm-hmm. year. So I rode for them for that whole next. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't remember if it was eighty. Uh, it had to be like eighty-seven. Yeah, eighty-eight. Oh, okay. And I see. I'm I'm a step ahead of myself actually mm-hmm. because I rode for the Cannons after I rode for zero nine. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It, went, it, it wasn't Barry on 092? See, I'm, I'm getting my whole stories mixed up here. Well, don't worry about it. It's The it timeline was, does not It was Weasler's, yeah. then to 09, mm-hmm. and then to Cycleworks. I got it. So and I'm sorry I missed the whole 09 That's thing. okay. And Bionic fit in there. It's, 
bionic fit in there after cycle works okay and that, that was about i think i was on there for like two years maybe mm-hmm. yeah so you were on absent so you were on with barry how many did three teams yeah so we wrote maybe, we were on uh i mean zero nine initially premium even before that and then uh, bionic as well right okay yeah and then you guys finally split ways because uh, you raced expert until when? Uh, Ninety-three, the the Grands in '93 at Memphis. Okay, that was my last. I was trying to beat Ronnie Gaskin, and Corey Denberger for national number one, and we were all oh. tied going into the semi, and oh. I blew my gate, and we I crashed with somebody right out of the gate. Oh no! And so, before my open main, I went and signed my pro papers and finished my open main and I raced pro three weeks later at like the uh, Gold Cup East. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I got you. See, that means you turned young. You must have been I was 18. No, I was 18. Were you? Okay. Yeah, so I was just entering my uh, senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, did the Gold Cup East and yes. Yeah, yeah. and, and who were you racing for then? At that? Uh, at that point, that was right when Baden Company uh, finished up. Right. Okay. Um, so they, you know, team was over. Mm-hmm. Um, at, and I had nobody to ride for. So right. Gold Cup East, actually, I rode out there. Uh, I drove from my house in Fort Wayne to Chicago, met up with Craig Reynolds, uh-huh. uh, Brian Colgrove, yeah. and I know there was somebody else in the van, uh, van with us, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head. But we all went out to sing. It was in, I believe, just outside Kansas City in Blue Springs, Missouri. Okay. They still yeah. do races out there occasionally. Yeah. Um, and that was actually the weekend at Craig raced Saturday as a, a as a single A. Uh huh. And I think he got second or one. Yeah. And yeah. then he turned double A for Sunday, and I got God. like fifth or sixth my first day, and mm-hmm. then I got second the second day. Oh so wow! I, I started off kind of strong. Yeah, <laughs> making say. mains. That's the main thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Were there any sponsors between Bionic and um... between? Well, there was a really weird one right there. These um, are the best stories when you yeah, get those really so weird sponsors. With Bionic, um, a I I crashed. The reason I actually left Bionic, I could have probably rode for them longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I crashed at Evansville. Mm-hmm. If you you ever race there? Oh yeah. So you know the big Never step, up, there. step up down the third straight, <laughs> yeah. going full speed. It's oh, yeah. super short. Well, I before that ninety mm-hmm. that you had down I, the rest. I was that was right when I was starting. I was sixteen, mm-hmm. just grew like six inches over the summer. Started just had much more. I mean, I went from actually I went from five two to five ten over that same summer. Whoa! So I grew a ton, and my leverage just got super strong. Wow. And I had all this extra speed I didn't know how to control. That's crazy. So at that race, I had Gary DeBacker, who was oh, yeah. you know top guy in my class for years. Um, and I had him in my motos. And yeah. I beat him the first one. So we're in the second moto, yeah. and I'm beating him again. And I'm super pumped, and I'm going as fast as I can. I hit that step up, and I took the handlebar to my chin, the crossbar. Not hard, but just enough yeah, to yeah, yeah. kind of jar me. And it uh-huh. dipped my front end. And I jumped over the bars, landed on my knee, and I, I actually didn't know it at the time. I walked off the track, but I broke my leg, uh, the top of my tibia. So same kind of like the tibia plateau, but I tore, so I tore my PCL, mm-hmm. and I broke the top of the bone where that PCL attaches. I see. Um, 
and I guess the PCL isn't necessarily a, a bone, a, a ligament you have to have. It's a something you, they can hand you a, like a slip-on brace and you're good. I got you. Um, but because my bone fragment was floating, they, they put a screw and a washer in it. So. Yeah, I got you. Um, but then I came back from that, um, had no sponsor, mm-hmm. was actually helping out Rich with slam designs a little bit, was wearing his jerseys. Right, right. Um, took some time after my leg injury to get faster, and then I went to Memphis, which right. started it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and second lap practice, I broke my arm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because I was going fast. I mean, I was beating Whitey Williams, and I was only mm-hmm. 16 at the time, like, yeah. in practice, and I was I was feeling pretty good. Yeah. And then I just took it, like, because I felt right, right. invincible, and I went to speed jump and jump, faced it, and flew yeah. off like Superman, oh, and hospital I went and I was 16 and yeah. I drove down there with a 15 and a 14 year old no parent no nothing so I had to go to the hospital had to get a hold of my mom oh, it took no. forever yeah I had to wear this big piece of foam over my arm because it was out yeah. of place and they thought I might have to have surgery yeah. so I looked like they called me Swiss cheese for the weekend yeah. just because I had a block of cheese it looked like on right my yeah oh my gosh but then from there um did, do you remember the little small team? Of, it was, it was uh, Big Daddy Ralph had. Uh, that was a bike shop out in California, West Coast. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. the Hustlers? Yes. Hustler bike. Mm-hmm. Well, coming back from my arm injury, Jimmy Moon, and I don't know if you remember Jimmy Moon from that back name in sounds the day. familiar too. Yeah. Kind of a shady. Yeah. Kind of shady, but he was yeah. from Indianapolis, and right. He ended up supposedly coming out with this good deal from Big Daddy Ralph and so I rode for them for about two months Um, went to one race uh, got a second so I started getting back in the swing of things how old were you then? Um, so I was I was 16 getting ready to turn 17 I got you so this was right during the time when I was racing my first set of ABA Nationals so going back to when I broke my leg my first race back was actually the ABA Grants um, okay. I wasn't in any shape or form to race it, but I right. went just to get the experience, and mm-hmm. I made it out of my motos and got quartered, I think, or yeah. in the yeah. eighth. Right. Um, and then I raced the Christmas Classic, did a little better, and then broke my arm, came back, yeah. and, I, and then I started finally getting used to my coordination of my bigger body. Yeah. Um, yeah. And went to race after race, and mm-hmm. uh, went to Clay's Park for the ABA National. I doubled there. Um, and then uh, I went Still to Stolian, right? Still yeah, yeah. Went to Rockford. I got second place both days there to Mike Allred, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Um, and just things that summer started to really, and that's when yeah. I went to South Park and Bad Company picked me up when I was seventeen. Oh wow! And that made wow. made it where it was, you know, I had a solid sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, was lucky enough to go on the NBL Grands with Ronnie Gasca. That was the year they did the bonus points for each rider in your class oh yeah, yeah and that was just so huge for the riders that won right and i didn't right. win enough that year right. and ronnie had such a huge lead because of the couple races he went to mm-hmm. that i had no chance but i ended up winning the grands and ended up second overall to ronnie but i can't say that they didn't collide down the first straight <laughs> ronnie was super tough he, <laughs> yeah uh consistent mm-hmm. and when it was grand's time he turned it on yeah yeah yeah, and 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 you were part of the reason that that class was so much fun to watch. Uh, there were so many good it's, guys. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, you had uh, 
Ronnie, you had the West Coast guys that would come in, like Mikey Luna, but you had Percy Owens from Florida. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember if you, do you remember Carl Burroughs? He was Eagle Snacks guy from. I, I remember the Eagle Snacks quick. team pretty he was clearly. Quick. I, yeah, um, you know, that might have been 87, though. Mm-hmm. 88, Carl kind of disappeared, yeah. but right. there was always fast guys. Gary DeBacker. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Brian Colgrove, I had to deal with him quite a bit. From, especially from May to July, he he always bullied me just because he's so big. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> and he's got um, he's he had some, he started young. Oh, so he was absolutely. Gosh, I think he was racing a world championship at like six years old or something mm-hmm. like that. I think if I remember. Yeah, right. and he was early in my racing career. That was one of the first guys that I raced, uh, mm-hmm. and I raced him actually at Evansville before they extended the track. It used to take a ninety degree right turn first turn. Oh. And I raced him back then, and he okay. rode for Factory Kuohara back then, and he was super fast. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. I, maybe it wasn't. I'm pretty no, sure no, it was you, Factory. You, you're probably right. I yeah, remember, I mean, you know, obviously. You know, I don't, the, they didn't give away the, the jerseys back then, you know. If yeah. you wore a Kuohara jersey, you actually rode for Kuohara, and yeah. you had the full kit on, you know. Yeah, you can't you can't yeah. uh, buy a costume and, and was, act like you're in He was quick enough to, to deserve it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Oh, man, that's wild. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, so you had your battles with 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 Ronnie, I'm sure. Yeah, um, and I mean Eric Jensen. Yeah, if you remember Eric Jensen? I mean, you must Eric, have been on with him at the same time. <clears throat> no, that Eric actually was really big into football and doing high school mm-hmm. sports. So after he is, uh, he raced 16x that year. He turned super class and uh, kind of just disappeared. Super class at 16, 17, something like I'm that. I'm pretty sure he was 16 still. And I think you turned early. It, to me, it seemed like wow. I think he was. I just had a puppy dog face. That's all. But you were, <laughs> yeah. But you were under twenty. I was. I was eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. And most, I mean, by the time I turned double A, I turned double A a week before my birthday. Oh. Okay. So I turned nineteen and I raced double A in June at uh, yeah. Rancho Cucamonga out mm-hmm. at uh, San Bernardino, California. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was my first race after I, I got a free trip to go to Australia with. Jason Richardson and just uh-huh. other things that happened right all during my graduation, which was awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you went to the Worlds with... I, it was actually a challenge race over in Australia with yeah. Jason. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'm, Todd Corbett set it up for us. Mm-hmm. I know Todd got me the free trip to New Zealand back in the day, but I'm pretty sure he had something to do with my trip to Australia. That's I don't awesome. think I was first choice, but sure. I, was, I was chosen. And, yeah. Uh, my mom actually, I think, uh, my mom took the call and she said, some guy wants you to go to Australia here in a couple weeks. I was like, and yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, I want to go. And yeah, she, right. So literally, I graduated um, on like a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Friday, I got the, or the day before graduation, I got the call. Right. My mom and I talked about it a little bit. My girlfriend from California was out staying with me for my graduation and yeah. my prom and everything like that. Right. Um, my mom and I talked about it. I had to drop my girlfriend off at the airport on Sunday in Indianapolis to fly back to California. So yeah, yeah. I drove to Indianapolis, dropped her off at the airport, and uh-huh. I drove all the way out to California by myself. At, at uh, I was 19. Wow. Just turned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I know a lot of us drove... Uh, Pretty far at young ages for sure, but um, but I think well, obviously that one where you, you were sixteen driving a fifteen or fourteen year old. Uh, it's, yeah. it's probably the extreme, but 
it sounds like you barely had your license yet, but I, you know, but yeah. I think I think it's amazing. I don't I don't know if uh, and people that generally listen to these would would certainly identify with this, but we were all driving so far at such a young age with. Uh, no, it was, it was a Randall Map. Uh, what do they call him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rand McNally. Yeah, yeah Rand McNally. Mm-hmm. That's you opened that up. You figured out what city you were going to. Right. You looked at the bigger map that showed you the expanded view of the city, and you figured out exactly where yeah. you were going. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I used to get the maps for Christmas. Actually, it was a, a yearly Christmas. I gift. still, I have one at home, and I'll refer to it before mm-hmm. I'll go check MapQuest because I want to see what it looks like. I, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can still see it on your phone, but it's much better when yeah. you see it with a right. map. Right. I think. Yeah. So yeah, so between that and uh, and money, you had to know the amount of money to bring. Like, you yeah. didn't have debit cards or anything. Not at all, no. Not even check. Well, I suppose you could have a check, but it's, you know. Uh, you know, I started working when I was king. 16, so I, yeah. I I always had a job. I was a bag boy at a grocery store, mm-hmm. turned into a, you know, a cashier, and right. that's what I did when I was, you know, 16 till I was 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Until the I, FBM crew moved into town, and then <laughs> I, I decided to quit my job because I was racing professionally and oh I wanted God. to spend the summer with them before I moved to California. Wow. So I, that's what I did. So you were in that in the in the fat house too. I didn't live there, house. but I was over there constantly. Yeah, you hung out there a lot. And I would go over there too. We would then mm-hmm. ride our bikes over to the trails or get in the trucks and go over there. But yeah. we were constantly riding. To the ravine, is yeah. that what it was called? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. And I still, to this day, having gotten to know Stu a bit better since I got back into it, I can't picture him in that house. I just can't. You know, it's he's just like calm, soft-spoken guy. I don't know what he was like back then, but that house sounded insane. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, Stu, if I remember right, he didn't live in the same floor as Joe and the main guys. He oh, lived upstairs. So there were there were so there was two front doors. The one went into the main which was the fat house and yeah. the second one was a stairway up to a second floor. Oh, and I'm right. pretty sure if I remember right, and it's been a long time ago. Yeah, sure. But Stu Stu I think lived up there. And I think initially it was just those guys and then that open space kind of came about yeah yeah probably from too many parties from them yeah if there wasn't a tenant up there at the time right right <laughs> oh my gosh insane <laughs> man and there were yeah. there were quite a few guys in that house was was Jody in that house Joey Donnelly 100% yeah that's yeah. when those guys moved to town that was uh, actually I, would, I turned pro right around that same time they did so when I met Steve and Joe and Mike and Gilly, um, yeah, yeah. they all right. kind of picked on me because I was a racer kid, and I showed up at the... When they moved to town, Jody mm. had just uh, run into a, a, a warehouse, uh-huh. and they started building ramps in there. And really? I don't know what went down, mm-hmm. but they ended up losing what they were going to have there. But that mm. their idea was to build the ramps in there, and they were going to uh-huh. create living quarters in this kind of office space sure. um and that fell through and that's where the fat house actually oh came came to came to be wow jody jody and the four dudes from new york initially is what it yeah. was Before and of course there's right. so many people that came through oh gosh yeah throughout yeah. time so yeah that's that's amazing 
So when you first started racing pro, you were racing for... I rode for nobody initially. Um, went to the what, Gold mm-hmm. Cup uh, East. Right, right. Oh, got a right. second and a fifth. Uh, right. Did decent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to the Fall Nationals, actually, for the first time. That was my first ever time being in California. Is that Cole Canyon? Uh, no, that was the when they... I believe it was the first year they went to Burbank. Okay. Uh, right. Under the pavilion type mm-hmm. thing. Um I ended up there, I got like a, I'd like to say I got like a third the first day, which is, or no, I didn't get a third, I got like a fourth or a fifth the first day. But you made it. Yeah. Which is hard and, and Maybe I did, I don't, I really can't recall finishes That's right incredible. now. But the second day I remember, mm-hmm. see I grew up from 84 with a poster of Eric Roop on my wall. Okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. his mongoose photo, I don't know right. if you've ever seen it with him in front of the big uh I, I don't know if it was the mongoose warehouse with uh-huh. him posing with his curly hair and oh, yeah. national number one and yeah grew up with that on my wall so sunday uh-huh. darren mitchell had raced saturday one i'm pretty sure our class yeah turned double a for sunday so it kind of opened oh, okay. up the door for somebody new yeah, yeah. um me eric roop and one other guy went into the i think it was actually jimmy garcia Oh, okay. Went into the uh, last main tie points. Really? Um, and I got a great gate, and I mm-hmm. didn't tuck my shirt in, and it, my shirt tail caught on the end of somebody's handlebar, and I got I ended up getting like third or fourth that day or something oh like that. Oh, my gosh. So, wow. Yeah, so my, I... my first pro win didn't come till uh, I think it was uh, like April of the next year or so, but they yeah. happened after that it, Boom, 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 boom. Right. Happened in April, and I was double A before I knew it. Wow. Did you? <laughs> but I. But but during that time, and what I forgot to mention is so right after I raced the fall nationals, mm-hmm. um, that's when DK came about. Yeah, um, which I, I was... and so I rode for DK at the ABA Grands in '93 as a single A pro. Okay, yep. I got you. Wow. Oh my gosh, it's that's amazing. Did you surprise yourself with how well you did when you turned? Um, a little bit. I mean, I honestly had no expectations. Mm-hmm. I mean, my whole thought process in turning pro was, okay, I'm going to race a few races. I, I was I was pretty confident that mm-hmm. it wasn't going to happen right away. I wasn't going to win. Right. But I was confident I was going to be able to make some mains. Yeah. And I was probably going to make enough mains because I, I, w- I was going to race enough that I was probably going to make that dollar amount to turn double-A. And then I'd race double-A, get smoked, and I'd probably disappear as honestly what my thought process was yeah, yeah. initially. Right, right. Um and uh so I wrote for DK and uh went to uh the Christmas classic and I I made both days of mains sure. but fourth and eighth and this was David Milham turned during the same time and that was the first time I ever got to race him because he was always a couple years older than me and I think he won both days because just oh, that's okay. David Milham. Right, right. That's what he does. Right. Um and then I went uh, to a few other races, did decent, mm-hmm. and then um, I went to the Atlanta. Did, yeah, did you Atlanta ever race indoor. Atlanta Indoor? Yeah, I yeah. did. The, the jumping contest going on. Yes, outside. exactly. So yeah. that weekend, I was winning the first day in, in single A, so that uh-huh. would have been my, and I crashed. Oh. Um, and then I got second the second day, and that was like Just kind, of, kind of a 
taste of doing that. And then I did well in the dirt jumping contest. I guess I got second there too. Oh, yeah, I think Corey Muth did it. There was a whole bunch of guys. Um, that's when I stopped doing them because it was getting a little yeah, a little just above my. Yeah, Corey skill Muth level, actually but... was the judge. Oh, was he? Yeah, okay. he rode in practice, but he judged that event if I remember right. I saw. But it was me and mm-hmm. Bill Madden. Yeah. And uh, I have some video. I'm pretty this. sure Bill won if I yeah. remember right. And somehow I ended up squeaking a second. Really? Nice. Yeah. yeah. With Vaughn Stout there, I don't know how that worked yeah. because that guy can just fly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but knowing Vaughn, you know, he, he does some crazy stuff and he probably sure. might have crashed or something. But, yeah. That, so how, how old were you at that point? Because I'm trying to keep this straight. I'm still 18. Still 18 there. That's crazy. So I had a lot of things that happened in a very short... That was yeah. the same time where the interview came in ride that, that I met with Brad McDonald right around... So I went to I went to Atlanta, yeah. And in that, in between that time, so from grands of when I got on DK, mm-hmm. I was still in high school, right. And I got to January, and I was in a work experience class. Uh-huh. And so high school, of course, always stops you from traveling a little bit. Sure. They told us if we didn't take both semesters of our work experience class, that right. we wouldn't get any of our credits. So if I didn't get both those credits, yeah. or at least one semester of credits, I would wouldn't have enough credits to pass right but i got to the right. second semester and i had enough credits as long as they gave me those first uh mm-hmm. uh semester's credits well this girl from class comes to class and she's all bummed out she goes yeah. they told me i could graduate but my mom won't let me and i was like what do you mean i was like you'll lose all the credits from this class from first semester she's like no they said i'd be fine and i'd be good and i was like really and i was like i raised my hand yeah yeah and I was out of school about two hours later after I took all the paperwork home and had my mom sign it. And so I went to California in February and hung out for like three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Raced like an Arkansas national in the meantime and kind of. This while you're on DK. Yep. So yeah. at that Arkansas national, I had planned on going to California about a week and a half later. And that uh-huh. was, uh, I was talking to Brian and Alan Foster and they were living out there at the POW house. Right. And I was going out to California to stay with Ev which mm-hmm. was my girlfriend at the time, Julie. Her uh-huh. her mom was dating Evan. They all lived at the same house. So yeah. And it turned out that they live the the POW house was right off Golden West, if I remember right, mm-hmm. uh, in Westminster. Right. Well, they lived off Golden West in Cyprus. So I just jumped on the sidewalk and I rode my bike down and ended uh-huh. up finding their house. And mm-hmm. uh, they took me down to Sheep for my first time. And oh, nice. Um, so I rode, stayed out there for a couple of weeks came back uh went to atlanta raced that race right right hey. oh, oh shit what's going on oh, oh man. man aba national champs stop though <laughs> <laughs> what's up bro? what's happening oh, i mean Char- what's up what's going on how you doing look at you creaky bones you all right I'm, i think i'll be all right yeah i'll sneak out another couple years what's up to you man what's going on shit Hey, we have a guest. I know. Ground talk. Is this mid interview right here? Yeah, yeah that's, man. That's why you should be. Yeah. Because we're mid. Yeah. We could even throw your questions at. We're just into California in that you didn't live at the POW house. You lived no. up the road. And well, I was just staying out there for a couple weeks. Um, oh, I thought you stayed for some reason. Well, I ended up moving out there about six. I, my plan was to finish high school and move there after the MBL Grands that next year. Right. right. I, but I had the place to go and places uh-huh. to stay out there, so I went and visited. You know that. Then I came back right. uh, to Indiana and went to the 
Atlanta place we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then I went back out there for the Nellis National uh, in Vegas. And that was an NBL National, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and after, I won both days there. Um, uh-huh. Racing against Todd Blazer, I believe, uh, basically. That was the first race I found. met Neil Wood. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, Blazer must have reclassified. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, exactly. It, it, you know, it was later in his career. We're going to talk about but that. He, but Blazer, I've heard a couple now that are reclassified. But, I'm not, what Blazer, group, was, you know. Blazer was leading Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to dive on him in the second turn and put him up pretty uh-huh. high. And yeah. Neil dove underneath me and passed me. <laughs> and I somehow came back around and passed Neil right down the last straight. Oh, so, you did? Okay. Yeah, so I ended up doubling that weekend. Yeah. Went out to California again, rode sheep, kind of yeah, yeah. met more people, mm-hmm. um, and then went after that, Florida races, all that kind of stuff, and I yeah. really kind of sucked at Florida races, but I think that was because there was just, I went down with her with Billy All. Billy All no. was injured with his knee at the time. No, no, no. That's because Florida sucks. <laughs> Florida does suck. On That's the record, play. Florida sucks. Yeah, I believe <laughs> okay. you. Okay, right. yeah. yeah. Let's really clear that up. <laughs> um, or we're good. But <laughs> proceed. Then I went to you know a couple back to back Louisville type races. Yeah. And after that, I was I I hit the pay rate for AA. And then that's when the call came in from TC about going to Australia with Jason. Oh, I got you. Right during that graduation period. Yeah. And dropped the girlfriend off at the airport Sunday yeah. and drove to California. Yeah. Went to Australia for two weeks with him. Yeah. Got smoked by uh, a ton of fast Australian guys because they're all hulks over there. All look yeah. like Wade Boots. Uh huh. Right. I think Wade Boots might have even been there. I don't know. There's a there's a there's a clip of a race on YouTube somewhere that I yeah. that I've been tagged in from there. Yeah. It's one that I crash into, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then um, yeah, and then that's when I turned double A and um, I don't know if you ever seen the photo of me with Ellis behind me and all I the guys saw it, uh, recently maybe I was just going through your posts but yeah you were ahead by a lot well that was my first day double A. <laughs> your first moto first second, day second moto uh, first Fuck, yeah Come on, sorry guys holy cow they pushed me in hey man fucking hey <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, thank you. People will fall through. You gotta lock the door. You gotta I'll watch out for people. security. People will fall through doors here. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, so I first moto. I oh, I remember this day very well, just because. Yeah. I was scared. I mean, there was. Yeah. It was a West Coast National, and I there was we only had two motos, so there was no semi or nothing like right, that. Right. If I remember right, it was. Uh, it was like Greg Hill. Ellis, Townsend, the Foster brothers. Yeah. Uh, there was, I think, fourteen dudes there, and they were all pretty good dudes. Jason yeah. Richardson was there, and the only reason I remember, uh, I mean, of course, Richardson mm-hmm. was always there. Right. But second moto, I line up, and I'm in lane two, and uh-huh. I've got Ellis and Richardson, or Ellis and lane one, and I've got one of the, those two on lane three. So yeah, I'm yeah. sandwiched between them. Just got back from Australia with Jason. Didn't beat him to the first turn at all yeah. one time. Yeah. And I've got Ellis beside me. So my, my thought kind of, I go, well, I'm going to try to gate as best I can. And when they squeeze me, I'm just going to work my way through the back. And yeah. I went hard and I whole shot. And 
I took off and I blocked every I, I rode that race like they were gonna kill me. I, I really thought that I really thought somebody was gonna come inside and T bone me over the berm. So I was blocking every waiting inside for it, line for it, yeah. and I was pedaling my heart out. I came across the finish line feeling like I won a double A main. I mean You pretty much did. And then I got to coast the third moto of my first day double A. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Because I only had four points going into the third moto, so Wow. Yeah. And then I didn't make the main Sunday, so. Oh, well. <laughs> but I had success after that. I mean, I I did way better than I ever thought I could. So, yeah. Yeah. What What's it like lining up against those guys? Because like, the track, like, you could handle anything on the track, you know. But like, the lining up on that track with that group of guys mm-hmm. that are all animals. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. they're like, they're beasts out there. Uh-huh. And like you line up with them, and like I was always so intimidated, yeah. You know, and I'm like, dude, these tough ways are like they're a different breed, yeah. You know, like what was yeah. that like lining up with them? Like, how intimidating was that <laughs> to line up next to the lumberjack, right? Very. You know, yeah. Um, you weren't exactly like a bulked up kid, no, from the pictures I saw. Yeah, like if you needed to change Never. your tire, like the lumberjack would lift up the back of your car and you change yeah. your tire. I mean, I. When you know, I like, when I and then you got to line up next to yeah, him. Yeah, at that point you know? when I graduated high school, I was 165, 170 pounds, and I mean right now I weigh like 180, 185, so I'm not still pretty pretty small for your yeah height, yeah I'm not for sure yeah I'm definitely not I've never been huge, I mean last year I was actually at 205, but I've done a little different eating habits to try to change that a little yeah, bit this yeah. year. So, um, yeah. but uh, yeah. It, it, being next to those guys was probably the scariest thing Uh, I mean Ellis always super A I barely ever beat the guy to the first turn Mm -hmm. I was always and and he's so wide and broad shouldered and elbows out yeah Um, the toughest guys were like the Chuck Townsends or the the John Purse earlier in his career where you could actually maybe get an edge on them but they're gonna they're gonna attack and yeah, yeah. they're not gonna be gentle in a turn and you know right I, I never had any big of anybody in double a mm-hmm. John Purse and Charles Townsend put me over turns more than anybody that really yeah I mean I made contact with other people and I usually lost but yeah, yeah. they they definitely bar end right yeah. to the hip pushed me over the turn I mean, it worked every time oh, <laughs> all they needed was that little motion Man, yeah. that must have been discouraging at times at times but it didn't happen all the time and I was yeah. I was a earlier in my career when I raced and actually when I trained not necessarily trained but I went to the track and I practiced a lot right um versus later in my career when I only went to the trails and I didn't go to the tracks at all I was I my track speed was pretty quick, but uh-huh. track speed only carried me so far, right. because once the Kristoffs and yeah. you know the Thomas Alliers and the uh, track speed took a whole different meaning, yeah. you know those guys changed it and everybody you know benefited from their spill their, their speed and their skill sets for sure, right. uh, as right. far as making the class much much faster. Yeah, I never t- <laughs> I, Thomas isn't wasn't all that big but Christoph holy crap mm-hmm. he was a beast he was an animal yeah and Thomas wasn't huge but that dude was he was built yeah. uh, he was a you know he, you, you don't have to be super big in order to be strong and right. that dude was strong he had some acceleration 
Yeah. Man. Yeah. Jeez. So that was uh, what year was that then? Where, you, where were we going? So we were Wait, we were we were kind of in the middle of '94, right during like uh, the time when uh, I cracked my head open, uh, like jumping with uh, the Streebies back in the day, um, and that happened actually kind of funny. So after the Rancho Cucamonga race, I went to I drove all the way out to North Carolina to race uh, um, the. Uh, Winston-Salem National mm -hmm. um, and that weekend I made like three out of four mains really good time and yeah. I'm not going to spoil the question you have on there but that would be the weekend that somebody uh, that we know growled at me um, that might be in your question oh, here yeah. oh I know it's in here oh I know it is too I know it's in here we'll cover that in a little bit but yeah we can I don't know it kind of fits right now uh, I just got to find it uh, I'm pretty sure it was Jeremy Ball what one of his nine questions? Yeah, <laughs> which I couldn't get rid of any because first of all, he's an awesome guy. You you live near Jeremy? Yeah, we we've, we've traveled together and stuff like that before. Yeah, yeah. super nice really guy. Really good guy. Yep. Awesome uh, guy. But yeah, I think uh, yeah. We, yeah. Why did you make the lumberjack growl at you? That's yeah. Jeremy, during the ball's question. Yeah. Uh, so that weekend at Winston Salem, um, I I don't recall. I think I made double A both days in pro open one day or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I went to pass Gary Ellis in the second to last turn. I just came underneath him and I got right up here and I pretty much had him. And yeah. right when, you know, you kind of go to put your elbow and your arm in front of him, he, maybe he was just getting on the gas and he was just grunting. I don't know, but it sounded <laughs> like a growl. And uh, I grabbed some brake and I moved down because. I thought the dude was. I didn't know what was gonna happen. I mean, Gary was always really cool before that time, but I, yeah. I, I realized I was dealing with a champion there. So, yeah, I grabbed some break and I back. I just followed him out of the turn. Intimidation works, man. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that's like the, that's like that's, that's like the equivalent of getting punked. But that's yeah. a fucking lumberjack. I know he's a beast. I mean, uh, he's I a wonder, beast. Oh, I wonder how many people through the years just said. It's him. I'm just gonna let him go. He's gonna kill me. <laughs> he could have won titles just intimidating people for right. all you know. I know, right? I never would have pictured him as being the one that was intimidating the most. John Hurt, someone like that. Oh yeah. You, I'd be pretty intimidated by. It. Yeah, John liked to. He he definitely was not afraid to make contact, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Grab it. No problem. Sorry. You guys, man, who's that, Mister T? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's. A lot of jokes. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> he just, and he just started be here all weekend yeah exactly he will for real uh, so is it time to go back into how you ended up in California and yeah, testing sure. and all yeah, that does so, that fit into this yeah I mean it, it all fell in so the way testing kind of worked out for mm -hmm. me is um, I actually started oh, testing bikes even there. before I moved to California because Snap started originally in the Midwest uh, I believe Budendeck was living in Dayton at the time initially yeah. doing it yeah. um, and so I, I I don't remember I from what I understand and I thought I was one of the original test riders but I guess uh -huh. it was Scotty Clevenger originally and not me oh, I didn't know that one see I don't know I I, I thought Doyle, I was Doyle I would thought, know that one for sure yeah, I, he but I, I think from what I understood it was I thought I was an original but I guess mm -hmm. it was Billy Oz Scotty Clevenger and uh, I don't remember if it was 
Uh, did Mike Hammond do it at all? I don't recall. I don't recall. I think Mike Hammond may have. I think so. I, th- I think I remember seeing him in the, the magazine uniform. Yeah, but, but, but I, so I did a couple things with Buddendeck, and then uh, I went to California, and I was out there at the trails. I think I was riding Dover, and uh, BMX Plus was doing a test out there, and they didn't have a test rider, and so they gave me the uniform, and I did a test for them. And then I started doing tests for Snap uh, uh-huh. back when I was home in Indiana. And then I moved to California. And all at that time, you know, Snap was always done through Ride and everything like that. So uh-huh. the test could continue out there as well. Well, I was still doing the test with BMX Plus. Occasionally they would ask me to do right. a test. Well, it got to the point where <laughs> Snap said, you know, we want you to be, we only want you to do Snap tests. So they yeah. started, it was like a, I got paid 50 bucks Per test, and I, it it wasn't much money in it, but yeah. still it was cool. I mean, they gave us custom painted helmets, you know, with our yeah. names on them. They they always, I still have all the helmets pretty much that Snap ever gave me, just because they were made yeah. by Trickstar, you know, they were they were done up right. I tried to keep all the jerseys and stuff they ever gave me. So, yeah. You have all that stuff? Yeah, most of it, most of it. Jesus. Not all. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like I have, a, I have a couple boxes full of jerseys. I was like, I don't need this anymore. Garbage. Yeah. Right. Garbage. If you know, and trust me, there's been plenty of stuff. Like all my trophies. Like is I, it for sale? No. <laughs> Dave, Dave, No Swap or Dave Pawson yeah. is. He's been, all over he's it. On that he's all over it. Yeah. Try and work it a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I even I, when I moved a year and a half ago, um, I unbox some of them and I took a picture of them in my driveway and I said I'll get you one of these someday and I put them back in a box and there they went unfortunately so nothing happened with that but they're still in the same box oh my that's God. so unlike him yeah <laughs> free <BMX> stuff. <laughs> oh man I'd have, to, I'd have to tease him I'd like break it out and then just post and be like yeah just sitting there with this little jersey I could send him one like every other day yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> Just to bust his stones. One Isaac Sermon. I don't want to be in this pick. Don't get me in this pick. All right. Isaac Sermon. I look like a Jesus Christ. So you moved out there. This was. Yeah. So we're talking like you're just bike testing. What else are you doing? Delivering pizzas? What are you doing? I actually know. I uh, as you'll see in one of your questions too. Um, yeah. So I moved out there September of '94. You didn't have a ride, or were you still DK? I was riding for DK still. Okay. Um, moved out there. Um, no idea where I was going to really stay for the time being. I just mm-hmm. had a place to stay with Ev and those guys. Sure. Um, Ev's always been super cool and helped me out in many, you know, vans with that. And just, mm-hmm. you know, if I needed a ride somewhere when I was out there, he always helped me out as much as he could. Right. Um, but... So I moved out there, stayed with him for about two weeks and found an apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, my girlfriend's sister was moving out there at about the same time, so we ended up finding this shady-ass apartment in yeah. Anaheim mm-hmm. and uh, moved in uh, and uh, lived out in Anaheim for the first year that I lived there. Um, uh-huh. Had a little housewarming party that a couple of my friends, uh, Matt Orchwine and Mike Hanner, showed up to. <laughs> If you guys remember those names, or I do. Was was Orchwine Matt was, on uh, Bad Company one time? Uh, Matt Hanner, no, 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 he wrote for no. like. Uh, he went. He went Harlow, I think, one time. 
Possibly. I think. Ortwine, yes. Yeah, Ortwine yeah, was... That's the, what I was talking about. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, Amateur. He won the amateur title. Hannah, and, wait, wait, who was Hannah on? Hannah wrote for, like, Herd of Hot Shots, and he wrote for uh, Elf, and he wrote for a couple oh, teams okay. like that, I believe. A lot of ABA West but they, Yeah, stuff. so I moved in this pretty shady apartment, but there's these yeah, yeah. small six-foot seven foot palm trees planted along the street yeah like two in the morning they brought one of those up in my apartment and uh i got pretty pissed off i was like you gotta get that thing out of here before i get kicked out of this apartment i'm 19 years old living in california only know a few people right so they got it out of there luckily i didn't get kicked out but my car ended up getting broken into in the year i lived out there all my cassette tapes got stolen which that's depressing right there people that are listening to this if you're (laughs) Under 25, you don't even know what a cassette tape is, so... Uh-huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> At least they were all uh, duplicates of, of Van Halen. Right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Easy to get more of. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> wow. So how long did you stay out there? I uh, the, It was a two-year plan I was going out there yeah. for. I, the plan was to go out there until my girlfriend graduated from high school, and then we were moving back east. Yeah, it didn't work out. Uh, I ended up out there eight years. Eight years? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, you really got sucked into the California I vortex. I did, it, yeah, just it, things went, yeah, you know. All racing, did that racing that whole time, or did you Racing, uh, you know, I, like I said, I, I, 94, I moved out there, 95, I, I started riding for Park Prix at that time. Mm, that's um, the one I'm thinking of, that I that, forgot about. That was, again, where I got to be teammates with my childhood guy that I had a poster on his, yeah. my closet wall Eric Rupp which was cool and Kiyomi Waller I just gonna say Kiyomi was a yo-yo was yeah that's there, who yeah. got me on uh, okay I, I, I think I was a second choice but that's okay because Chris Schoonover was choice number one so oh, okay. I was choice number two but that's okay I'll take it <laughs> so I rode for Park Three for that year um, like I said Big Daddy was on the team uh-huh. um, the next year Kiyomi moved on to Trek uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Big Daddy and I were still riding for Park Parade, but I got to travel with him and do some clinics in Oregon and stuff. So that was a good good experience being on the team with him for the couple of years that I was. So, yeah, And then from, then from there I went to Odyssey. And during that time, Park Parade, I was, always took my racing real serious. Yeah. Um, towards the end of 96, that's when I was getting ready to go to New Zealand. And right near that time... Uh, uh, that's when um, Odyssey had Steve Padilla at the time and Steve okay. was co-sponsoring me I was getting a little monthly check he was helping me out mm-hmm. um, and he goes hey I want you to ride for us next year and I was like okay and I was like what, what are you thinking and he kind of gave it gave me a way bigger number than I had <laughs> thought I would be getting right, right. I said, yeah, yeah let's well, make it happen. Used, you were used to being the second choice. So you, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, right? Not a lot of money. <laughs> I know. In second choices. So I ended up, you know, <laughs> making, at that point, I was going to make enough to, to build and not have to work and concentrate mm-hmm. on racing. Right. Which I thought would be awesome. It, yeah. But it, um, so went to Blockbuster where I worked, you know, for those, I worked there for a year and a half. Um, I was a manager helping out when I was there part-time and uh, they always were real cool about any event I needed to go to give them a couple weeks notice yeah they'd give me my time off no problem so I I went in there I was like hey I got a free trip to New Zealand 
uh, I'll leave here, I'll be back here, and they said no. And I said, well, all right. Um, so yeah, I'll see you later. started writing, I wrote <laughs> my two-week notice, and I handed it to them, and I came back that night to drop off a couple movies I had on me still, and they said, well, we're going to consider this the end of your two-week notice, so I was pretty much fired. Um, so... Is uh, it rough out there? Yeah. Tough times, man. Look who got the last laugh. Uh, yeah. All of us. <laughs> Where's Blockbuster? This is a killer for This is one of my childhood like idols watching Scotty, and I didn't know he got fired from Blockbuster. Uh, I know. Total yeah. bust. Makes me a real loser, huh? Well, they just considered well, the four, four hours I was gone, two weeks. I mean, that was it. I wasn't really fired, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> You want to leave now, don't you? You're just completely yeah. disgusted. Hey, man, I'm sorry, man, that I got fired. <laughs> Fox, just ruined all your dreams. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we could break a few more hearts if you want me to get into questions now. I'm sure. I'm, sure. I'm positive. Oh, God. What kind of mood are you in? I mean, that'll direct these questions. <laughs> oh, man. You can hit them with it whatever you want, when you want. If you want to, if you got something you want to... Nah, good, good, yeah. I'll, I'll get you. I'll ask him my questions. Yeah, yeah, and and any of these that you want to twist and you know, bring out some real. But just to kind of finish up the racing career, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like Odyssey, I, it was awesome to be able to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, but I lost interest during that time because I was traveling so much that I stopped going to the track. Uh-huh. I, I raced twenty eight weekends a year nationals, yeah. uh, rode the trails all the time, and just wanted to party with Bar Spinner all the time because that's who my teammate was and we did oh, that'll get you in trouble I know yeah. right so um, and then from there I rode for I rode for Hoffman for a year um, so done with racing now you're just well no after I, I Odyssey then that was 97, 98 mm-hmm. um, 99 I rode for Hoffman 2000 I started off riding for Alliant mm-hmm. and uh Finished off with Trek that year. That was the year of the downhill series, the first year for Vans Triple Crown. I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah. I did not want to forget that. Yeah, and then, and then in 2001, I was co-sponsored by Diamondback for frames. They were giving me a monthly check for frames, and I had nobody to pay my expenses. So Diamondback essentially paid me all year to send me to the X Games in August, and I raced on X Games in August and. Yeah. Todd Lyons took me to Japan in like May, and that was the only two events I went to that whole year. Yeah. And that was it. And I was working at a bike shop at the time, Bellflower Bicycles. I don't know if you yeah, ever, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Heard so of that. I was working there and mm-hmm. ended up running their shop or helping them. Jeff and uh, the guys, Andy over there, run the shop there until I moved back in uh, September 2002. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. And I really just lost all drive to... Yeah. In 2002, it's kind of funny, I didn't race at all 2001, reclassified at the end of 2001, wanting to race a pro possibly, mm-hmm. and I slept in and missed my race, and so I decided, well, I'm not going to race that race. Well, was training some kids, because I always trained uh, uh, kids, to, I'd do hourly sessions with kids just mm-hmm. to try to teach them the basics and the skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the kids was like, you need to race uh, the World Cup coming up here in Ontario. And I was like, uh, it was like two months away. I was like, all right, man. I was like, I'll race it. And so yeah. I decided I was going to race A-Pro. That was the same weekend of Mikey Day and Bubba Harris. Turn- Bubba Harris raced Saturday, turned double A for um, 
for the Sunday World Cup day. Right. I slid out in one of my motos on Saturday, didn't make the main at all. And then mm-hmm. Sunday, uh, I made it to the semi, and I'm in fifth. And Mikey Day was in first, and he blew a tire. And I came up into fourth and held fourth and made... I got seventh at the World Cup that year in April. Nice. And then I, that was pretty much it. I raced one little regional national in 2004 mm-hmm. when I found out about it on a Monday, and I saw that I went out there Saturday and I raced it, and I got a seventh, and uh-huh. really haven't raced since. I tried in 2013 because my son mm-hmm. wanted to see me race, and I thought I could go and race flat pedals as a vet pro, and I went out there and I got a, a pretty sure a solid seventh, seventh, and a sixth. In the motos. In the moto at Louisville yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, those guys are fast. Not the, not the same Louisville no. you had fond memories of as a kid, huh? No, well, they, it was before they changed it. So I did get to ride it well, one last time before. First results. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally definitely not the same results. <laughs> but it was fun to. The first, that was really the first big race I'd been to, and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, especially MBL, because that's really where I'm from. Right. Uh, probably since the 99 Grands, the mm-hmm. NBL race. So that was always fun to yeah. come back and see those guys. You know, dicks like Chuck and <laughs> other people like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did, it, those trails, <laughs> not cheap, but were the other trails that you mentioned in Cali? In Cali um, uh, uh, Dover? Yeah, did you ever ride Dover, Chuck? No. Dover no. was yeah. done by probably 96. Oh, was it? Okay. I think that was so. just before you started going out there. Yeah, we went on 95, but we didn't go there. You went to some a couple crappy one-town one spot. Dover <laughs> was getting, they were developing the land around there, and it was yeah, right okay. along, like, uh, Newport uh, Bay. Mm-hmm. And so, like, literally, one of the jumps at Dover dove into a part of a washout where it ran into the bay and it was a good drop down there probably 75 feet or something like that so it was most of the trails are up here but there was this big you've seen it in like that's the is that the one like seen, when you say dover yeah, yeah you're, that's yeah. what everybody thinks yeah you've yeah. seen the yeah. brian foster's jump that's in the, the one big fly out yeah. jump yes, thing yes, that you yes, dive yes. into the pit yeah yeah, that, yeah i never got to hit that myself because it was right. washed away when i was yeah. out there but i got to see where the the lip and everything was right yeah, if you're from the East Coast and East, they say Dover, that's the only thing you think about. Yeah. Is right. that jump. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the trails up top were fun, but they weren't spectacular. I mean, right. It was like four or five sets of doubles in a row. It was, it was a good time, but right. definitely sheep or, you know, someplace else was like, like that was usually the spot to hit. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get off the subject of, of racing, yeah, the, the X Games, well, Woodward East... Yeah. How many years did they do that series, that racing series, that downhill series? They did it like three or four. Three or four? And yeah. You... I raced it that first year. The and, first one? And after that, I, I, we went out there and not knowing their format, and they mm-hmm. went to a straight quarter format, so I literally raced one. A, I was the test dummy on the step down, and I cased it <laughs> by about eight inches the first jump. That's all it takes. Yeah. Oh, and I twisted my cranks about like this. They probably bent about fifteen to twenty degrees. Really? Uh, oh, dead serious. Yeah, it's wow. Yeah, That's so what only happened in the eighties with like so Takagi, you know, one piece cranks. Well, anyway. Alan Foster gave me another set of cranks, and uh-huh. I and I twisted those by the end of that day too a little bit because really? the last jump. Yeah, the last jump was so big that mm-hmm. there was probably a. Th- third of the people that actually cleared the whole thing so the next day they changed it 
okay. and changed a couple of the jumps, but yeah. the couple of us that went out there and just went for it were yeah. getting punished for it. I jumped off my bike one time over the jump and yeah. rolled the windows up and slid on my ass <laughs> out of it. Yeah, but I, I wasn't in any shape to be out there because it had been a year really since I competed heavily. Yeah. Um, and I blew my gate and was coming through the pack and crashed and that yeah. was it. So. That's, those are monsters. I, I remember seeing that that last double before the finish line. I think is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Was it was big. It was. Really, or is that the one you said they changed? They changed no, the that one thing. was the that one was fine. That was just really? a big. That was a big double, but yeah. it, you had plenty of speed for it. Wow. The year before, when they did the triple crown series, mm-hmm. uh, I was actually, I was the only American that made all three of the main events for, uh, in the series. The other two were Thomas and uh, the Will Day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Even though I finished, I think, whatever outside the points because I ended up crashing. I think out of two, two out of three of the events, but oh, okay. yeah, trying to go for the win, but didn't make it happen. <laughs> yeah, you got some experience. A little bit. A lot. So when you actually stopped racing, you couldn't have been still in your twenties. I mean, yeah, so I was twenty. Like, I mean, I was twenty-six. Yeah, mid, mid. Yeah. Yeah. You did a a lot at eighteen to twenty-six. Say, yeah, it's pretty heavy, heavy stuff. Heavy yeah, racing. There was a lot of traveling, and I, was, I feel very fortunate to, to have had the opportunity, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, having people like Steve in my corner, uh, mm-hmm. Steve Padilla was really awesome. Yeah. Uh, but, like, Turnell Henry at Odyssey, Kiyomi when he was at, you know, Big Daddy when he kind of stepped in to fill Kiyomi's role. Right. All those guys were, you know, real influential and just, you know, Mm-hmm. Kind of showing me the ropes, showing me how people yeah. can be dicks and right, how right. people can take advantage of you too at the same time. But mm-hmm. well, all those guys are really good, positive people. Yeah, yeah. And the rest work or uh, rode for GTs, one of their companies. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Yeah, the seventeen of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I get it. All right, here we go. All right. Tobias Petinelli, we're going to go to uh, some Instagram questions. He's also under uh, Richwood, Richwood, New York. Okay. Uh, he does a lot of woodworking stuff. He's Tim Timpy asked the same question also. I think you know Tim, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. he's from Valparaiso. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Nat Hales, 84. What were the best and worst bikes Nat made you test? Uh, you know, that's that's a tough one. Um Thank you. There you go, old man. A little light, little light for you, buddy. Can you buddy. go get uh, my cheaters? <laughs> they're in my bag right now. I'm just kidding. I don't have any. I'll go to Walmart later. I'll get what I need. The, right, sorry uh, about that. This you know, is the, important. The, the worst bikes, um, there was one called Eruption I can remember specifically. Um, With a name like Eruption. Yeah. Like, you're, I, Rupture, Rupture. And I, and I <laughs> might have my I'm gonna bikes. Say, I'm going to say bad bike. I might have my bikes mixed up. It makes me, I, I should have brought my scrapbook that I was lucky enough to have a girlfriend make back in the day. Uh-huh. But it has most of my tests in it. And mm-hmm. I, if I flip to the page, because the other reason is, remember the, at Bose, um, remember how you come around the corner after you drop down the chasm, you come around the corner, yeah, you jump down, the and then you hit the hip. Instead of hitting the hip, you could jump straight. Yeah. Well, that straight jump, I cased the hell out of it in the sequence in the, in the, the test. 
Well, the thing that sucked about that bike, it had clamp-on crossbars on the bars. Like and old the, Galindos, they were like called? Remember those? Like so those things? Yeah, 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 same yeah, idea. Yeah. So the clamps, the clamps were locked down as tight as they would go. Mm-hmm. Well, when you landed hard, the bars would move, and the bar, the the, the center bar would slide down the tube. So I, it was a it was a form of suspension. Uh, but uh, that was probably the worst. But you know, the goofiest ones were sometimes the best ones to ride, like the Haro Monocoque. I remember. Oh, that. right, right. I mean, yeah. that, that bike. Uh, I know you hate it, but. Uh, that bike rode really amazing. Like today's like, car is just like unibody. <laughs> yeah, so, unibody. Yeah. You know? But there was, you know, I don't ever recall, unless the bike was really short, having a difficult time riding it. Because, mm-hmm. let's be honest, there's not, unless you are being super particular to the point of ridiculousness. Yeah, how um, much are you going to change the geometry? If you bike? have bike yeah, skills, right. you are going to be able to ride this bike. Well, that's a question. And you're going to be able to ride <laughs> that bike. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's like Chuck. You've been a standard guy. You always rode a standard. If you were to jump on an S and M, the likelihood of you completely hating it. I'd turn to salt. You might, <laughs> you might, but salt. the likelihood that you would hate <laughs> it, oh, it would just take you maybe a minute to adjust to it, but you're going to like the bike too. Yeah, you know, before I rode for Standard, I rode 15 different frames in a 12-month period. Sure. And, like, it didn't matter. I just went from one to another. Mm. I rode and a TNT, broke the TNT, rode a RevCore, broke the RevCore, rode a CycleCraft, broke the CycleCraft, rode a dirt bike, broke the dirt bike, but and a Schwinn, yeah. a it, did, it didn't matter. I mean, you didn't. You didn't and a lot of those bikes, like the bikes. tests were, you know, like that Ruption could have been mm-hmm. a decent bike, but all I remember it as is the suspension handlebar bike. It, you know, yeah. uh, you know, if, the, if the right components are put on a frame, mm-hmm. it, it all depended because some of them were you were testing a frame with really nice components on it right. because they didn't make a complete bike. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a tough question to answer, but some of them were riding a complete Diamondback. Yeah. Like I remember doing a Diamondback test, and the top two was twenty inches long. And didn't they? Not in your era, but didn't they back in the day? Weren't they allowed to change some parts that were just obviously a little too dangerous for a um, a good size decent rider? To, I don't. I don't know. Um, or maybe I'm just thinking just, you know, they tested the frames, they had to build up a whole bike. Maybe I'm thinking of that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was all dependent upon, because I think those were all paid for by the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Right? If I, And so they pay whatever dollar amount to have them do and review mm-hmm. whatever they were doing. I, I don't right. know how that all worked out, to be honest with you. I don't know if... I would imagine the manufacturer said, hey, will you give us these parts from somebody else and they give them a bike that's complete. I'm not sure. Right. I got you. But every bike that was tested was marketed as a complete anyway. Or did you test every, anything just for the frame? There there was some of them that was just really testing the frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you. Yep. And huh. to remember exactly which ones I can. Mm-hmm. I think like Santa Cruz, I don't think Santa Cruz ever made a complete but they made a frame and I think that they're mm-hmm. like the Santa Cruz test was a frame test more than it was a complete bike test right so right yeah wow. Santa Cruz yeah that's they mean like skateboards yeah and, well the, you know they're a downhill company too really they do down like Santa Cruz is huge and down oh 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, so I think it's that Santa Cruz. I think, I think they dabbled the, in the skateboard. But, yeah, the, right. but I think the skateboard logo and the Santa Cruz logo on the bikes is very similar. So is there affiliation? I don't know. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, though. In the mountain bike world, they, they were fairly big. Yeah, yeah, and they're still yeah. pretty pretty decent, I think. Right. Wow. Uh, all right, let's see. Ground truck. I got, a whole, I got a whole list. You want to hit? Yeah. It, I got a whole list. I'll read them off. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we want to see if he gets get some dirt on somebody here. Shit. Who was the yeah. biggest cheater in the double A class? Because I mean, like, listen, I would I would when double A hit the gate in the M, in NBL, you got the defense and you wanted to watch it, yeah. you know. And you look up there and you see a couple guys sort of look like a gorilla, <laughs> you know, like that dude's fucking jacked. And then you had Alan Foster. He's still mad at me for not nailing Brian Foster in this question. And then you had a couple other guys that looked <laughs> uh, like fucking shit. gorillas, and you had Scott Yokolet. <laughs> and then, like, you went to a couple more fucking complete animals, and then there was Brian Foster on the end. Right, right. Yeah. You know, like, but, I mean, <laughs> who was the biggest cheer? Who was like, damn, this well, dude you is... you can't say Adam Richards, because, rest in peace, we... That, that one, we talked about Brian Foster and I, so... He's off, so you got a few more to pick from. Yeah, I mean, you don't. I mean, you don't have to say. I, mean, I don't you sound like me. <laughs> I I don't know anybody besides you know uh, Abadessa, who steak face. Yeah. He was such a meathead that we called him steak well, face. Well, and, and Abadessa yeah. admitted to doing to. it, and when he admitted to doing it, he had, he admitted about the time he was doing it, and it was very evident he was doing it because he was really making yeah. it. He wasn't necessarily dominating, but he was making it look that easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he looked god-awful doing it, though. I mean, is there a possibility? I mean, I heard rumors about guys. I'm not going to call anybody out. Um, I, don't, I don't know. You know, the firm guys, as far as GT-related guys, I know Danny Nelson took baby aspirin before he raced to thin his blood out so he could... Yeah, I mean, I, that's always what I've been told. He, yeah, takes, yeah, yeah. he took a baby aspirin just so he could get oxygen through his Which body. Baby aspirin? We're Which, looking for some dirt, dude. No. I see Matt Hayden drink forty beers the night before South Park National. I know, man. And show up. And he was in the main with mustard on his shirt. You know what? I you know, appreciate like, that kind of stuff right there. I'm like, look at the diesel go, brother. He got he has ketchup, mustard on his shirt. He's hammering Cytomax in a beer. He's like, Palmer told me to drink drink a beer and drink Cytomax. I'm like, hey, dude, you're looking rough. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, baby aspirin. Right. Well, like, I, you know, there's people <laughs> out there that I've heard have dabbled in steroids by mm-hmm. sources mm-hmm. that I can't say are 100% true. Their results show it to a point, but I don't know yeah, anything yeah. to the point where I would call anybody out. Yeah. Were you like, were you, you, ever, you ever, like, get on that game and just be like, fuck. Yeah. These dudes got... They got an edge on me. You know, like, here I am. I'm lining up on this gate, and I know these dudes have, have the upper hand on me. Yeah, you know? like my last two years that I raced. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, like, 99, I did, I, I, I barely made a main. I think I made one or two. Uh-huh. Just because that's when I rode for Hoffman, and everybody was clip, starting to clip in, and yeah, yeah. In right. 2000, I didn't make any mains except the Vance Triple Crown stuff, you know. And but because that was Vance, more that was more skill than than straightaway speed. It definitely right. was. I mean, 
it, it it had a lot to do with how you gate started, but it also skill, like you said, just not being yeah. intimidated to to just attack the jumps. I mean, right. you could tell who was timid and who wasn't, and who was yeah. Those people unfortunately didn't ride well, or they got hurt. You know yeah. what I mean to a point. So the one that the one that I hope is is never true, probably will never come true. Is it would almost be like the Lance Armstrong effect, and that would be Gary Ellis. You know what I mean? It, if if that ever, it, I'm not saying it would whatsoever. Sure. I th- I think he truly was talented, and, and he, I'm sure he worked worked like crazy yeah. to be that good. Absolutely. But that's what would bum me out is if someone that, that was doing so much for the sport like Lance was, all of a sudden you find out. You know, oh, it wasn't real. Yeah, you know, yeah. but I don't think we'll ever. I don't think BMX is so small and insignificant. <laughs> We're never going to hear about this because there's never going to be a federal investigation. He didn't ride for yeah. postal service. You but, know, yeah. there is. Well, I mean, there's one that I can tell you that because mm-hmm. he was suspended from mountain bikes for it. Uh, Wade Boots. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I did hear that. Wade Boots in 2000 when I rode for track, he was. I wasn't. We weren't on the same Trek team. He was yeah. on his own Trek team. Right. Uh, right. I was on the B team. You know, the uh, with Byron uh, Friday, which mm-hmm. uh, awesome dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, help, always helped me out a lot. But that guy raced, I think, eight weekends, and he dominated. And then he, nobody could touch him. And and he he got a, at least a cruiser title in ABA. Oh, he won pro title. He won pro title. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. So how many how many times? Oh, that was that was it. Just the one time. One, okay. Yep. And I think after that he. Yeah. I don't know if he ever raced. Wow. But at, after that is when he got suspended for the mountain bike. Uh, right. Uh, right. Being dirty. So. Yeah. Yeah. So they actually testing. Yeah. So whether much. what maybe he. Took the wrong cold medicine. I don't know the. All right, so end, end of story. We're going Wade Boots, biggest cheater in double A. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. That's our final answer. No. Put it no. in there. Yep. All right. We no. got we got one out of them. That was the, yeah. uh, what about Gregor Merrill and his slingshot? Yeah, he, he uh, used to pull back about eight, twelve inches. Yeah, I did. I did. Wow. I never really saw it. I read about it. Oh, uh, he was, never really he, saw it. It was yeah. awesome. I mean, yeah. and, and Kyle Bennett was the same way when well, he, Kyle dominated it. He had yeah, awesome such good timing to be able to do that because that's a that's a long ways back. Yeah, and that that's when yeah. I know I from watching racing, mm-hmm. Kyle was super good before they started doing the the random gate, and then his gate starts weren't as good, and he yeah. couldn't dominate down the first straight. But yeah. always good watching him race as well. So. You, th- you threw more? Oh, there? I got a ton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. NBL or ABA? NBL all the way. That's right. Yeah, there ain't no, yeah, no doubt about it. All right, you got the best, what's the best and worst thing about being in Fort Wayne? And did you coordinate your move to California with the arrival of the Ithaca guys <laughs> to the fat house? Did you say, listen, this town is going to shit? <laughs> no. Right uh, I've got to get out of here. Hindsight being 2020, <laughs> I mean, knowing the time that they spent in Fort Wayne and how I kind of disappeared a year after they showed up, I, I mean, I always had a great time with those guys. I really wish I could have spent more time there. Um, so, you know. Scotty dominated the Fort Wayne trails. The ravine. Yeah. And if he could make, there was this one little, you hit like this jump into the, the pit, the step mm-hmm. up where everyone hit, and then you go around a little 
turn back in and there was a little hip to the left you could go or you could sort of somewhat go straight into some section I remember there was a roller there and they jumped into a right-handed turn a uh, roller they, yeah and they had just yeah. finished it you know and like I watched Scotty when I was younger you know racing I'm like oh there's Scott Yokelet you know and I'm like he's the only dude making through and I'm like if I can make it through this I'm a fucking badass. Scott Yokelet's the only dude making it through. I mean, I remember like it was yesterday. I'm thinking like, oh fuck, he's going through it. I'm like, I have, I have to go through it. Like, uh-huh. I love this dude. I have to be able to make it through this section. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck you, Gilly, get out of the way. In this section, right. you know. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh... But the best and worst of Fort Wayne, huh? Uh, I mean, Fort Wayne's home to me. Not King you know? Gyro. No, no, I've never been the King Euro guy, no. Um, No, I mean, you know, my family's from there. That's going to be the best thing about it. Family, my son, um, you know, everything like that always has been centered around Fort Wayne. And uh, there's a lot of... The worst part of Fort Wayne is us being advertised in the news all the time doing dumb shit. (laughs) I mean, we seem to make the national news... And if we're not making the national news, we're being included on... Uh, I mean, I've seen us on Parks and Recreation. My son was watching it one time. Uh, and they said, yeah, that's Fort Wayne bad. And that I was just... I was like, holy shit. And I was like... So, yeah, there is... That's how bad it is. Yeah, it's Fort Wayne bad. So that... Uh, oh, that would be the, the bad side of Fort Wayne. So there's a lot of dumb shit that goes on there that gets publicized on the news but Fort Wayne's yeah. actually a great city they're 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 trying to do stuff kind of like what Pittsburgh does with their rivers and utilize the rivers for you know a little bit more uh they're doing riverfront development they're calling right now trying to make the downtown area a lot more enjoyable mm-hmm. and they've done that by adding baseball stadiums and they're they're really trying in Fort Wayne right now to make it a, a really good city so yeah. we'll see how it turns out and Rich uh, my buddy Rich is a—he's actually a big part of the community as far as you know, oh, really? doing the—he runs the Fort Wayne Indoor Skate Park, which is a not-for-profit, oh, okay. and then yeah. he also works pretty closely with like the mayor and stuff like that, and some ideas that they're trying to get together to improve things as well. Right. So, yeah. Hmm. All right. Hit him. We're Fort at an hour and a half, so we're gonna. Fort Wayne's not all five. bad, bitch. I love yeah. Fort Wayne. <laughs> 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 I love Fort Wayne. <laughs> Fond memories. Yeah. Some great ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Was there ever a teammate or a competitor of yours that you just wanted to punch in the face? You're like, God, I'd just like to go over and crack this guy one. And if so, do you still feel that way? Um, no, I don't feel like that, that way about anybody. But All right. No, listen. Move no, on. no, I do. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> He doesn't want to disappoint no, you. No, I've got one, but I don't feel that way about him now. But this, at this time and point, when this story happened, I wanted to punch yeah him in the face heavy. So, rode for Park Prix. Uh, mm-hmm. Kiyomi and I are in Lemoore, California. It was my first time ever racing Lemoore. Mm-hmm. I didn't make either main. Uh, Kiyomi made the open main. Um, I'm sitting there actually with Zach Roebuck, if you remember oh, Zach yeah, Roebuck. Yeah. Um, we're watching the races, simply yeah. just watching the race as well. Yeah. I watched the main go down with Kiyomi in it, yeah. and I didn't walk immediately over the trailer. It probably took me like another five minutes. Uh-huh. They left my ass out there. 
Um, it left? And Lemoore is in the middle of nowhere. There's not a, a, there's not a gas station. There's not a <laughs> restaurant. There's not a hotel. So these assholes, which I love you guys now, but um, wow. they took off and they went and had dinner. This is at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. Uh, they leave, go have dinner, right. and they come back like 45 minutes and they pick me up. And I'm fucking steaming. They're like, hey, uh, where were you? And I was like, I was over here a couple minutes later. And I was like, you guys had already left. I was like, where'd you guys go? Oh, we went and had dinner. I was like, you guys are some serious fucking piece of work. And I just fucking let them have it on the ride home. And they're like, well, you want us to take you somewhere? I was like, nope, just take me to the fucking hotel so I can go to fucking sleep. Wow. And uh, I never went for another road trip with them again after that. But damn yo-yo. Left your ass. Yeah, but I love Yo-Yo. We're, we're good buddies. Who else was on then? Was, it, was that Eric Rupp then too? You know, I don't know if time? Eric was with us that weekend or not. He probably was. Yeah. I drove up to actual Park Pre's location, and we drove there with mm-hmm. the Park Pre truck and trailer. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just Yo-Yo that left me, but yeah, yeah. I don't know who set, made the call, but one of those guys made the call to the, leave the my Park Pre, the, I mean, what did they make? Because no, I remember you were a Park Pre jersey, yeah. but I had never... Ridden up anywhere and be like, oh, that's a park free. Nice park free, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. No. Yeah. Those in you in Vegas are like, you know. Yeah, watch out for the Star Wars. Sp- I mean, yeah, hindsight being 2020, <laughs> I, I should have stuck. When, I, when the Park Prix thing came up, I called DK and told him, hey, these guys want to pay me and they want to pay for these races. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't match what they were doing, but if I'd have waited about another eight months, that's when they picked up. Uh, Robo and the oh. they started doing the frames, mm-hmm. and the reason I had jump ship is because those frames were supposed to be out right before Worlds that previous year, okay. when I was on the team. So right. it just never happened. Yeah. And I love DK was always great to me. Billy, yeah. all those guys over there, mm-hmm. um, and the, the Park Pre thing came about, and it just right. seemed like a better opportunity to me at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, sticking with uh, DK, yeah, the pitcher. With you in the DK jersey doing the knack knack, is by far the best knack knack pitcher that that, that that there's ever been. Sure. All right. Yeah. Yeah. See, you agree. Well, so, no, 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 no. I don't no, agree. I, no, it's a fact. I, I don't agree. I'm moving on. No, but there is. You've got to. You, you say. I saw your comment in there that you have the best knack knack ever. Period. Hands down. Have you ever seen Joey Cordova? Uh, yeah. To a knack knack. Or Dan Leonard. Or Dan 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 Leonard's had it down Leonard, too. Sorry. Yeah, it's yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, he used to wrap that thing. Yeah, Dan, Joey or Matt or Matt Cordova. It's one of those guys. I can't Matt, remember. Yeah, okay. Matt. That guy Matt. gets them backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're a different style than mine. But he's he's got those things on lock. Yeah. So he might be the new king of the knack knack. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Prince. Prince. Maybe. Okay. All right. Alright. So he'll what's, take over when I die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're gone he can have it. Awesome. Right. He can have it. So right. what, Thanks, what do you think of the new the new knack knack? Uh, if you're talking about little the side, one, it's like a side step. If you're going, it's like a country if, dance. That's what I'm you know, like, the fucking if you're talking about the one where they go 90 degrees and they they brace their bike up in front of their chest. They like hide behind it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like peekaboo. I'm behind. I bike now. Uh, you, you know, know it's like that's like <laughs> like your knack knack is like a heavy metal knack knack. You know, where it's yeah. like you just want to scream. You know, and the other one is sort of like a country line dance. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, 
that goes about. I mean, you may not feel that way, but I mean, you know, that's. No, I, I completely, I do. I mean, I had the picture hanging on my wall for a long time. I, I stared at it. I appreciate many it. Many a day. So uh, I mean, uh, some of that has to do with like, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's the tight pants that they're wearing these days, and, or maybe it's the fact that maybe they're, you know, I don't know if about you guys, but in Fort Wayne, it's a really popular thing for people to be flooded all the damn time. What are they doing? Like, their pants, they're expecting a flood or something. I don't know. I don't know. I just try to keep it old I school. I know the one leg thing. You know, I walk around like that all the time. <laughs> right. with yeah, one that's the new like, You don't want to get it stuck in the chain, you know what I mean? Well, no, no, yeah. I just, it, it means something in the hood where I hang out. Oh, right on. Yeah. 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 Yes. In Pittsburgh. Fully strapped or what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, from now on, the new knack-knack's called a peekaboo. Peekaboo, I like yeah, it. Like they just that's hide behind their frame. Just that's what it's going to be called from now on? I like no, it. I'm going to call it that, yeah. I don't right. care what anyone else does. Right. I like that. All right. <laughs> Who was faster, Jimmy or Joey Garcia? You might. You didn't race with Joey. I didn't. No, um, Jimmy was faster. Yeah, I raised Jimmy. You know, Jimmy's an original badass, though. Well, if you remember those guys, do you remember them back when they wrote for High Tech or anything mm-hmm. like that? That's so when they had the gold the frames most. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Randy Stumphauser actually, they were all from the same area, and they uh-huh. all three had that same very similar style. They sucked out of the gate, but they would come back and they would be right there at the end because they were right. just track riders. Yeah. Um, I think if Joey really pushed in his racing he could have been just as fast as his brother but his yeah Jimmy was Jimmy was fast yeah Jimmy's fast he, he was good but Joey had the tricks yeah and I think Joey saw the tricks leading him somewhere else and he said yeah. I don't need to race anymore so right. I could respect that but yeah. yeah Jimmy has to win that one mm-hmm. alright do you regret not going to the first X Games you know I I do actually. I'll give you the badge back. I mean, I got the credentials still at the house. <laughs> you can put it with the jerseys if you want. Uh, you know? <laughs> I don't need that thing. But uh, I, I do miss. It would have been nice to go, but the, the greatest thing in the world is that I, you know my personal stunt double was there to yeah. take on the you know to get an ESPN interview and uh, that's, yeah. What are you six two? Uh, no. I'm under six. <laughs> well, he looks six two to me because I'm like five eight. So you know, he went you to know, the X small. Games and he stole my credentials, and got my hotel room, oh. all that stuff, and then they figured it out, gave him an interview on ESPN. And yeah, and, and basically all out of necessity to take a shower. Right. I mean, that's how it came about because you know I was with guys from Fort Wayne. You know, it was Damn, myself, Fort Stu Wayne. Johnson, always getting a bad. Uh, and Mike Tag was living there at the time, and. Um, and Wilbur, who's yeah. from Valparaiso, and we're the, we're on this you know two and a half week long trip, and um, you know they're filming all this twelve oh one footage mostly came from from this mm-hmm. trip, and we're like two weeks in and we're at the X Games, and they're like oh Scotty's supposed to be here but he's not coming, and all all the riders mm-hmm. have these dorm rooms, I'm like fuck I just want a nice bed and a shower, I'm like yeah I'm Scott Yokelet, and like that was it. You know, so they didn't. That's hilarious. Yeah, they were. You know, I, I don't. I think I just turned sixteen, maybe. You know, so they didn't ask for ID or anything. And you were already smart enough to know he wasn't going. So there's a. Yeah, I mean, those guys knew he wasn't going to yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah. I broke my foot yeah. six places like three weeks before the competition. I was riding sheep and. Uh, I think uh, uh, yeah, I blew a hand off the bar over a ten pack, and I just sat on my foot. And mm. Felt some, heard some. <laughs> 
yeah. that was my bones. That was it. Yep. God. All right. He's only got two more, I think. Yeah. And you're, and you're in the clear. I don't know. I mean, if you even want to tell one, but what's the, what's the weirdest Todd Lyons story you got? You know, um, I mean, they're all weird. Yeah, there's quite a few of them. They're still happening. Um, I mean, we're not done yet. The weirdest <laughs> Todd Lyons story is the first time I ever went to Todd's house for a party. Uh, when his, his house, he has an HB. Um, and the only reason it was real weird is I show up over there and I'm not there more than five minutes and they have the TV on and all of a sudden it's donkey porn. Like, what? it was like a what? girl and a donkey and they I were... I knew it. I had a hunch so, for a long time. And there was a shit, I mean, there was a shit ton of people over there. I mean, I don't remember exactly wow. how many, but yeah, that's that would be the... Yeah, that that's uh, that's enough. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there's definitely better ones out there than that, and that that's a, that. I'm not going any further. That's what's not clearing your mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's not leaving your mind. No, yeah, it's yeah. burned in. There. Well, there's plenty of other ones that don't leave me by. I'm just like, yeah, but, <laughs> you know, I will. I I'm not gonna go out there. <laughs> right, right. right. Oh, we'll do that. All right, and then the la- the last one. Would you uh, would you rather fall in the nettles at the ravine? Or overshoot the first set of the eight pack because I remember riding trails with you and Scott could jump everything like four to five miles an hour slower than everybody else, you know. And, and I remember you saying, "Hey, you know, like I don't need all that much speed to go, you know. I'll just follow you through the section, you know." But when you're a local in the trails, like you might be hauling ass at the first set, like sucking up a little bit, you know. But I mean, I I remember like it was yesterday. You said, "Listen." The, just take me through at regular speed because I seem to like overshoot everything. I mean, I remember everyone used to overshoot the first set of the eight pack, uh-huh. but everyone fell in the nettles too, and they both sucked. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like no matter what. Yeah. So would you rather have the the pain in your wrists and ankles from the eight pack or the burn of the nettles? I'd take the nettles because I remember overshooting the first and the eight pack. The first. It was only like six feet long. Yeah, I know. Like tops. I jumped it almost to the second lip. The <laughs> second lip was like twenty feet past the lip. Yeah, it was way yeah. past. The yeah, way I. Past. Yeah, and I'm. I'm pretty sure you were standing there when I did that. So that's the reason I know you brought that question up. <laughs> Probably. I watched a lot. And I've been. Lot, and and I've been in the nettles many a time, just trying to find a shovel or something like that. You always yeah. have to get in the nettles. You gotta get in the nettles. <laughs> have you ever experienced nettles? <laughs> I. Yeah. They're like just little prickly, like yeah. little plant, and you'll touch them, and they will be uh, irritating, stinging sensation to your skin for 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. And then it kind of goes away, but There's it's no just... no getting rid of it until you just wait it out. Yeah. Brother. What year did you... What year was it when you won the the grants? 92. 92. That was 92? Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. Yeah. Like, I remember watching it on, I don't know, ESPN. Yeah. Or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like... Damn it! Like I remember, because I remember you crossing the finish, the finish line in it, and I'm like, dude, that dude is pumped. And I didn't race at the time. So you're watching the ABA grants? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I watched the yeah. ABA grants, and uh, Scotty he wins the main, and I'm thinking like, and I had taped it, and I'm watching, and I'm like, man, this dude is pumped. I'm like, this looks fucking awesome. I would love, I would love to have that feeling. Right. You know, and I'm like, man, they like. This this guy is so genuinely excited and happy, and I'm like, I'm gonna race, and it was one of like the main reasons that I I went to the track and started racing instead of just riding around, you know, wherever hitting yeah. curbs and little two foot, 
dirt jumps and stuff. And no it was, way. Yeah, it was one of the main reasons. And then I raced, and then I hated it. Sure. But as much as I hated it, like I loved that. I'm, like I wish I could have raced that way pro and been that good. But I I hated it, but I still loved it. Like that was one of the main reasons. Watching you win win the grands that year Thanks, on man. television, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, this looks awesome. I'm fucking. I'm gonna do this. You know? Yeah. And weren't you telling me a story that that was you were right off a broken hand? Like, a... uh, yes. Um, so three, four weeks before that, I was riding at the Shreebi's house, which was in Syracuse, forty five minutes outside of, uh, or about an hour out, outside of uh, Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've rode there years and they have a wall ride there and I hit the wall ride and I came off of it and I never lifted my front wheel off of it and uh, it was dirt landing but yeah. I just rode into it and it just flipped me straight over the bars and I punched the ground and broke broke both these bones right here and uh, just kind of let them heal and yeah I went to the Grands and was that for Baden Company? Uh, yeah 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 oh yeah yeah and then a VHS man that's yeah. awesome. Heck yeah. That's awesome. You didn't curse at the Streebies, did you? No, uh, not, back the broken hand, yeah. not back then. Not back then, no. Not back then, no. Curse at the Streebies. Yeah. They had a set of rules there. No cursing, uh, no drinking, no... I don't even know. Yeah. There's all kind of rules. Yeah. A little They're very, you know, strict, especially back in the day as far as a, overall for their family, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, no shorts or anything like that for the boys and uh-huh. no taking their shirts off and yeah. uh, no uh, pants for the girls and you know they've Did, all kind of didn't their did, sister race in a, in a in, dress in a dress that was like yeah, yeah. or something yeah I yeah. remember that and not I don't like, think it was they, they've all kind of you know became their own person and their mm-hmm. streamies are all still good people it's really sad they lost their dad this past oh, yeah. year and yeah, I went to the funeral and everything like that just to show my support for those guys and went to the house afterwards for the wake and yeah. still good people. Oh, yeah. And they had that van that they traveled in? Man, yeah. And, and if you rec- remember the house, like... Uh, I was only there, I think, one time. So the where the wake was was at the house. So we physically, we were all, you know, we, not, we weren't super dressed up, but we had like khakis and mm-hmm. a dress shirt on and... We trekked it back there through all these weeds to get back to where all the old jumps. I mean, and there's trees now growing on ellipse that are that yeah. big. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I don't know if you ever seen that show when uh, uh, the show where when man is get I, I forget what they call it. the. It's a show about when people leave and what happens to uh, the. the, the you know, surrounding streets and everything like that. Um, life after man or life after something. Must be all about Detroit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it 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 goes and shows after four years what things look like. And yeah, I mean, it was like we just had to go through all the brush and just we right. we ended up going back there and kind of got a feel for where things used to be. So you couldn't see like the yeah. map anymore because it was so overgrown. But it was cool to go back there when we were there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Nate, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, whenever they had, um, whenever I went to the Powers Jam. Oh, really? And he was there, and just, I think, the weekend before, he raced the pump track. Okay, you're thinking of Brian. Oh, I'm sorry, that was yep, Brian. Brian. Okay. Yep, Brian. Yep. Yeah, which, uh, wow. 
Then he, Nate's the oldest, isn't he? Yeah, so Brian's the youngest. Yeah, uh, not, right. He's not the youngest, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the youngest of the boys who really race. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Me, who was the middle? Uh, Adam. Adam, yep. That's Adam it. took some That's of the hardest it. slams I've ever seen. Really? And he was get up. And he would he would get up, and I'm like, damn farm boy. you, <laughs> I can't believe you're walking. Right. Like when they did the long distance jumping thing at the, for the music. Ugh. When Colin won and all that stuff, yeah, you ever see the one when Adam drops out of the sky and lands on his feet, yards past his landing ramp, and yeah, no, oh, it's it's gnarly, it's uh, gnarly, yeah, sure, God. yeah, and Oof. I just saw one the other day of him uh, at a completely separate long jumping thing, doing the exact same thing on a cruiser, just like he did there, uh, no all the way to flat. Landed on his heels. Oof. Yeah. And then he then he got back up and he did it did it and cl- cleared it. Mm. <laughs> Streamers are mental, especially Adam. Yeah. Amazing. He, he had a way of doing tricks when nobody was around, learning things, and then, hey, I've got a new trick, and he would yeah. tell you, and he would don't tell anybody else, and he was serious, and and then he'd come bust it out. I mean. There's a series of tricks that I think Adam has actually done, but yeah. nobody's ever seen. Really? Yeah, just because he was that—that's Adam. He wow. just—he he will lock things in a closet. Yeah. And he won't let people see it until he's ready to do it. And yeah, I'm sure there's stuff out there that he's done, and people probably have never ever seen it. Wow. Yeah. Not know that. Um, all right, here you go. Tim Tippy wants to know: Do you hate being called Double A at the trails? <laughs> nah, I mean, it, is he talking currently when you guys ride together? Yeah, well, they don't call me Double A, but I'll do something that resembles what a Double A would be yeah. able to do. Like, yeah, like he like, said, he's like the Midwest Drew Jenkins. I don't, I don't, you know? <laughs> seriously, I, I don't hit. Like he said, I, I hit jumps mm-hmm. usually and still do to this day yeah, slower yeah. than typical. Or yeah. other people to a point, yeah. Um, but yeah, they'll. I'll I'll pull something off, and they'll right. be like, "Man, how did you not die?" And they'll be like, "Oh, he's double A." Right. It's just unfortunately, <laughs> that and the worst term of the world, which is legend, I deal with regularly. <laughs> I hate that. Legend. I, I hate the term legend. Yeah. Everybody at work calls me that, and it's all because of a story I told. And, I'm not going to tell the story just because it kind of affects somebody that I don't want to uh-huh. give them the wrong idea. But it, 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 this, this, the word legend comes from a story. I was at a skate park one time. A guy walked in a door. I'm not going to name any names mm-hmm. of who it was. And the kid that I was sitting next to, which I barely knew, goes, God, not that guy again. And I look over and I know the guy. And I'm like, what's wrong with him? He's like, the last time he was here... He was telling us how much of a legend he was and all this stuff, and that I told that story to some friends at work, and uh-huh. I therefore became the legend. <laughs> it, so pays to talk to people at work, but you know, so I, uh, I, I take it. I mean, I, I yeah. will hear that at least three or four times a week, easily, and I just. I'm, I'm thinking of who the legend is. It was in Fort Wayne. No, man, I can't tell you that, but. I know who it is already. All right. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back yeah. to Tim Tempe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I know who would say they're a legend for sure. 
No, a couple of them. You might, you might, you might be on to something. <laughs> what were your thoughts? This, yeah, I said this is still Tim Tempe. You, yeah. What were your thoughts on the Supercross events at Woodward? Game changer or something that needed to have happen, and now what it's evolved into, good or bad. I think when he's talking about Woodward, he's probably talking about the Vans Triple Crown yeah, type I, and I the X Games stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that that stuff that they were doing when it was on the side of like mm-hmm. you know bunny slopes or mountains to a point. Um, I thought it made things really interesting. A, mm-hmm. it was it was put people in check for sure because people yeah. were going out there in chest protectors and fully you know wearing elbow pads, knee pads. That I mean. If if we didn't do something right, we were definitely going to get hurt yeah. on that kind of stuff. Um, this was Magoo's idea, right? Wasn't this his, his creation? It was. Yeah, yeah I, I I know it was Magoo. I know Hoffman Sports had something mm-hmm. to do with it as well. Um, Vans, of course, had a huge thing to do with it. The uh, uh, what it's turned into, it seems to be cool. Um, mm-hmm. I wish that there was a little bit more originality in it due to the fact that I, I none of those none of those three tracks resembled one another they were all unique in their own style mm-hmm. where you watch any UCI supercross race yeah. you can almost guarantee that that first turn is going to take a left yes you can true. guarantee that that second turn is going to jump over the girls first right, turn right you can guarantee that second turn is going to take a right and the last turn is going to take a left and it's going to be uh-huh. two or three big gaps down the second straightaway it's going to be two or three jumps down the first and it's going to be a two straights of rhythm down the last two straights right. yeah um, what made BMX awesome for us in the 80s and the 90s was the originality of being able to go to four or five different tracks in your local area and mm-hmm. every one of them had their unique features right and that's i just see a lot of that missing it's you're exactly right left turn right turn no, left yeah. turn i mean I, I i rarely see like a track right. that's even just a backwards one where it's a right mm. turn you know i actually i, I correct myself zolder zolder is one of the bigger uci yeah. that, is, that is a right left right so right. i do okay. i do correct myself but that's one of how many but but you know do a right. U inside of you do a flat sweeping turn where they have to slow down right why make it where it's a NASCAR drag strip the yeah. whole way I mean that's what that's what kind of separates you know it separates how people evaluate their skills sure you know yeah. and some people's skill isn't to pin it all the way around the track their skill mm-hmm. is to use the technical side of things and slow right. down real quick right. where it's not the quickest to go fast. Sure. You know, so. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. Quick comment from Rich. Rich Hop- Hoppy is how you say his name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Scotty's one of the most radical dudes to exist in our realm. Cheers to riding with you literally my entire life, buddy. Yeah. Uh, and then Tim Strelicki, he said, when I was just coming up, you were on zero nine. When we were racing somewhere down south, indoors, I actually beat you in a moto, and you were pissed and kicked out, of, kicked out on me after the finish line. Is it too late to ask for an apology? Just kidding. That was a, f- a funny moment between us, and I wanted to share. And uh, yeah, that, Tim, Tim's awesome. No, Tim, Tim is awesome for sure. I mean, we we were roommates at 
at a point uh, when we lived out in California oh, for a little right, while. Right. Okay. Uh, competitors, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a pretty dick move that I did, obviously, so I do apologize for that. But, I think you were young. But you, you know yeah. what? Tim made me pay for it. And this goes back to when we were 17X. Yeah. Uh, we were racing in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, we had raced the weekend before in West Palm. I won both days. Uh-huh. And that was really when I was starting to really not dominate, but I was really starting to go fast and win quite a bit. Uh-huh. Um, and we got to Orlando, and I had, I'm pretty sure I had Timmy, Ronnie, <laughs> and Mike Luna in my motos. Oh and I won all three motos. You did? Yeah. Against those three? Yeah. And then both days, so I won all my motos all weekend, I yeah. think. Yeah. Both days. Timmy blew by me down the last straightaway while I was leading in Saturday and Sunday and passed me like I was standing still. Yeah, he was in your moto and he didn't uh, get out of six times, didn't get you once. Yeah, no, he wasn't in my moto only one oh, day. Oh, one I'm day. sorry. Okay. And maybe, sorry. I, yeah, yeah. maybe I have it confused, but yeah, but, yeah Timmy, Turbo. I, I, Turbo I, won, Timmy. I was winning both days to the last corner and yeah. Timmy both days shot by me like I was yeah. standing still. And the best thing about it is I found out that the whole like you know he was on the firm at the time he's riding for auburn yeah right uh they were all like the auburn guys like mm-hmm. uh bill nelson and those guys were sitting up in the stands and they were making bets on who was going to win and bill nelson told me i let him down because timmy passed me both days <laughs> <laughs> oh man wow yeah so timmy got me back for that one i yeah that's great i usually didn't 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 try to be like that, but evidently I was showing some I snobby told, factory stuff. I, well, <laughs> I told you I I had won. I got to fess up. Uh, I I think I got passed in the last straight and didn't make a main at in Pittsburgh. I came across the line. I ghost rode my bike. Mm. Yeah. Oh man. Talk about the ultimate dick move. Right. And I don't do stuff like that. And I was just so pissed. I let it go and it. The worst part is it almost hit one of my best friends from Connecticut, um, Mark Heckler. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I, I, I felt like such an ass. Oh, my God. I felt like such an incredible ass. But hey, you know what? Vane was listening. They're, they're maybe younger and still still easily influenced. Maybe we can influence you not to do anything like we're talking about. Yeah. You, know, you just can't take those back. You have to, <laughs> before you respond, you definitely need to take a thought process of the things. Because that's one of those, yeah. just like you go striding your bike or me kicking it. It's, Total it's all sudden. Adrenaline pissed uh, off. Just, just, I'm going to do this. And, oh, yeah. that was such a stupid maneuver. And then you feel bad about it. Yep. You're embarrassed. And yeah, that's just one yeah. of those things. Yeah, that's. I'm sitting here in a hotel room. <laughs> Me <laughs> no, too. On a weekend. <laughs> My wife's actually happy I'm away. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So, uh, so yeah, don't go down that path or you're going to end up end up like us. That's right. Uh, all right, so another another one. This one's a little quicker. Uh, Jack Hat, uh, Hathaway, I think he says, or Hathaway. Jake Hathaway. Jake yeah. Hathaway, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Um no, he's also under no footer forty one thirty. Yeah. Asking about his multiple nicknames that he has received over past years. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Um, Talked about a couple here. Legend. Yeah. Double A. The double A thing definitely. I mean, that's something that you know. I mean, yeah. That's just something that came along with being a double A, I guess. But uh, some of the ones yeah. that like are local at the trails. Um, 
they tell me that I have a cape and that I'm, I'm a superhero um, sometimes, uh, which is entertaining. So I'll I'll play yeah. along and right, right. Um, you know, Scotty Too Hottie is another one that they have. <laughs> yeah. Did Linda Dorsey come up with it? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, it always seemed to have come up with girlfriends in the past, too, so I don't know. It's just one of those things, I guess, it goes with the name Scott. I right. Think. Who knows? <laughs> Tougher to do that with Isaac. Yeah, you don't have much rhyme with <laughs> Isaac. That's it. <laughs> no. Um, all right. Jeremy Ball. Well, Jeremy wanted to know. Uh, we already talked about the... Yeah, Jeremy's my travel buddy. He's he's the one that's taking me back to Posh and Caddy over the about four years ago. And oh, okay. I up and ride his trails up in Coldwater, Michigan. So, real good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. And uh, a good school teacher as well, right? And yes. coach and a yeah. bunch, bunch of stuff. Uh, what, are your, uh, what are your proud moments on and off the bike? Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean... Proud moments on and off the bike. I mean, I was proud to. It was a proud moment when I got to teach kids. I mean, I, I did. I was lucky enough to have some summer camps under my name and stuff like that. That was always. Those were always really uh, gratifying. Just being able to. I remember the very first time that we did one. Actually, um, we started off on the gate. Um, at least my group did. We always did like sections, so uh-huh. we'd have turns and straights and rhythms and. I was working on the gate, and the first kids I got up there, there was probably 10, 12 in my group. Kid gets up there, all right, let's get up on the gate, he gets up there, and he just starts bawling. And uh, I'm like, what's wrong, man? And he's like, I've never, ever done this before. And I was like, all right, man, it's no big deal. I was like, you know, we're going to help you. We're going to make this happen. And right. within 30 seconds, I said, feel how you push on this side of the handlebar you do this and you feel how you push on this side of the handlebar it does that he's like mm-hmm. yeah I was like I was like push on him and feel how it feels and try to keep your balance he was balancing within 30 seconds after that oh, smile awesome. on his face uh-huh. those kind of things are super super gratifying mm-hmm. um, racing wise I mean being lucky enough when I was 17 to really have a breakout year where I was always top five top 10 in in the nation but in 92 i was able to get uh i won the aba and ml grants um i also won the gold cup um i was leading the race of champions and crashed um uh ended up second in the mbl and by everybody placing perfectly got national age group number one in the aba after with only racing eight nationals right right which was cool, right. yeah. You know, yeah. Let, legend stuff. Nah, just you know, that was one. Kid, that was my little, yeah, man. This is why they call him Dub Way because that's he's right. sitting in the hotel room. Everyone else is drinking at the bar, and he has he has a water. gallon of water and, a, and another hey. thing of water. He's, hydration is key. Hey, you know, my it. beer <laughs> is waiting in my room, and it wasn't happening before this. Right. <laughs> it could have been trouble. Yeah, it could have been. You trouble. got a beer? <laughs> Might get the rest of the list out of my very ring rear. Just kidding. We're not going to do that. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to ask some of these questions from Jeremy. I apologize. These are uh, we're well over. We're getting over two hours. Yeah, we got a lot to go. Uh, so yeah, let me skip to one from Jeremy here. 
Oh, this is a good one. Who's the most underrated rider you have come across in your travels? And did you? Ever, oh, I'm sorry. And did you ever get beat by an unknown local? I, uh, I mean, I mean, definitely, I've been beat by an unknown local. Um, where and well, I mean, here I'll give you this example as a story. Um, it wasn't somebody who was unknown, but when I was like ten, I got beat by Angela Chandler, who was factory GT. She was from. Anderson, Indiana, and I got beat by a girl. Um, straight up, she beat nice. me. Yeah. Um, there's definitely been, I mean, uh, there's definitely been locals. I, I, you know, you'd go to a race and then they would just pop out and take right. off. Um, there's one from. Was it Wade Boots? No, <laughs> one of them's actually from like Massachusetts, Connecticut area near uh-huh. you. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he wore glasses. He was in the Gary DeBacker, my class, you know, my age group. Um, kind of a skinny, taller kid, pretty fast, um, and was for quite a few years. But I cannot think of the kid's name to save my life. But I know when I went out to, to race Cool Tool Raceway mm-hmm. one year, he oh. showed up out there. and Hilton, New York? Yeah, in Hilton. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Um, and he was somebody I'd never seen before, and he really uh, yeah. was flying. Yeah. What? Talk about that, bro. That's something else you had in there? Yeah. Uh, what? This is a good one. What is the best BMX event you've ever been a part of? Um, I mean... The Vans Triple Crown obviously has one of those things that made it a great event, just the way Steve Van Dorn and all those guys put that event on. Um, you know, they came out, they served us food, they had like oxygen bars and stuff like that set up at the place. Um, and it was just an awesome overall event just because you would have kind of your test dummies that would kind of show the guys around the track uh usually it was sanchez miranda and myself we Mm -hmm. usually were the first ones at the top of the hill we would start to kind of work our way down the course and everybody else would just kind of follow along Uh and uh we were all pretty lucky most of the part i don't think miranda there was a couple i was you know i I remember nose bonking or double tire tapping Mm -hmm. a couple of those bigger doubles on those courses but coming out of it putting the bars back and going back up and hitting it and showing everybody else how to do it correctly before you know right. just uh, that was a cool one the TRA events that Michael Gentlepore mm, and those guys yeah. have been uh, you know mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many he's done I think that was just the one I was invited to that mm-hmm. uh, luckily enough a couple of years back but um, riding in practice I was gonna try to do my best and I ended up having a torn contact across my pupil. So yeah. I was hitting jumps and I'd go blind before I hit the lips. So I couldn't practice that day. And then it rained Saturday and it yeah. was it was probably 40 degrees on Sunday. And it was 25 mile per hour sidewinds. And so I didn't ride. Right. I don't know if I'd ever hit the big jump at the bottom, to be honest with you. Because it was like 10 feet tall. And I just don't hit 10 foot tall jumps anymore. But... I was willing to give it my best shot, but that was the way they did that event was super cool because it was like a dual solemn type format. Yeah, or, yeah. or they didn't do a dual solemn, but it was right. just a two man heat, yeah. you know, on each one of the events. That was a really cool event. Yeah. Well, speaking of Miranda, yeah. were you ever in a race with them when he 360 to jump in the middle of it or like 
with lines when it flip and jump. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're like, you're just been, like, fuck off. Seriously, Robbie, you know. I've been in Todd Lyons' motos when he does that kind of stuff, yeah. Because Miranda would 360 the pro jump at South Park every once in a while. I'd be like. In a moto. I've seen him do it in a moto, yeah. I've seen him wreck. I've seen him wreck and then do it. Um, Robbie's building like a servant tank, though. I know. He's an animal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like he, he would go the freaking mega ramp on a cop bike. Yeah, yeah, that would. Oh, that he would, would go all in on everything he did. He rode Death. Came to Death Valley, and I remember it was like one of the ten people that rode him. I'm like, oh, he jumped that. Yeah, I'm like he's going all in. You know, like he was an animal, but he. Oh my god, I had no idea he rode there. Yeah, yeah he was. He was uh, an animal. Sure, he still is. Yeah, a lot of respect for that guy. Yeah, for sure, uh, Robbie. Uh, when he moved to California, actually, he lived in my living room for the first, I think it was four to six weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a lot of people come out and stay with me for a couple of weeks until they kind of got settled and stuff like that. Oh, I Throughout bet. time. Yeah. It seems like everyone everyone starts that way. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> out there, it seems. The Odyssey was like, you and Bar Spinner, completely opposite ends of the BMX world. And you guys <laughs> were teammates. Yeah. We had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one we could debate all night long. I'm still going to ask it, though. Z-Pole Trucker wants to know. He was looking at one of the pictures on the, on the, uh, when I posted for questions for your podcast. Um, oh, the first picture. He said, do you consider it a Leary or a turndown? I'm hoping he says Leary. Uh, you know, in my opinion, it, it's a turndown. Mm-hmm. Only because the Leary doesn't... Harry Leary's tricks were awesome, but mm-hmm. the Leary, he does have his knees bent in a Leary, where I turn down, you straighten straight your legs. Right. And I think they're also bent because he, he always held his bike level. Yeah, yeah, more like a look back style yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can do, like over hips, I can do look back as well, mm-hmm. but it's 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 a Leary if you keep your knees bent. I mean, it's, it's not if you... Right. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh, a little shout out to Tom Johnson, an old friend of mine. Uh, let's let's go with. Um, all right, we're gonna we gotta go. I'm I'm gonna pick one, Tom, because we're running out of time here. But uh, he wants to know your. We've talked a lot about good things. What's your worst memory in BMX for BMX? Oh man. Um, I don't know, man. Um, Hopefully you have none. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't have... I mean, the the bad memories that I've had in BMX, honestly, would probably be the couple times that I've really, really smacked my head. Um, oh, you've had a few. I've had two. That two? Two in the past. They happened in 06 and 09. Really? Yeah, and that's where I kind of, at that point... I. I was doing threes and always did tricks and stuff like that. Oh six, oh nine, I really backed up. You know, oh mm-hmm. six, reality yeah. check happened. Oh um, nine happened again, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that I was doing stuff that was crazy. It was simple stuff that just went wrong, and so I think a little bit more before I do things. I'll still do tricks, but I just just don't do them as as uh, as uh, I guess occasionally as I do like. I I last year I think literally out of the whole year I maybe did two turndowns and 
I didn't do one tuck no hander, and that's probably the first year I've ever went without doing a tuck no hander. You know, just. But this last year was a little bit of a different year for me than in my life, just personally. Um, and that's just uh, one of those things you got to live with. So, sure. yeah, yeah. As we all get older, we all we all think a little more risk versus reward. That type yeah. of thing we always talk about. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to take one of this guy's El El Capitan, Capitan Pope. Oh yeah, yeah, such a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to skip the first one. Sorry. How many times did the did the knack knack get away from you? Thanks, man. Uh, one time. Yeah. That's. Um, and that, that could have been good. That was the last time I ever did one. Yeah. That extended. Yeah, I was I was actually riding with Marvin Lauderly. Do you know Marvin? I know the name, but like I can't Marvin Guts. Place. He came up with Marvin Guts and okay. Road Dressing him back in the day, but okay. he had these small trails and a small I can't remember what the name of the trails were. But um yeah. jump wasn't that big and I just went up and I racked it to a knack knack and I just stuck. And yeah. I went this was mm, within a year after I moved to California and I went straight to my forehead and hit my head and I don't remember driving back to my apartment in California so wow yeah I, I might have taken a couple shots to the head yeah wow <laughs> I had a I had a I had a simple X up one footer go backwards on me like it started to turn into a knack knack sure and I'm like why is my right foot pushing the back end around and it was just the way the it was a weird kicker lip sure and uh I eat shit. I ended up just flipping over the bike. In fact, that's how I dislocated my thumb. It won't. And that's where the me not doing like the tuck no handers mm-hmm. and the turn downs. Like I've had turn downs I went into and my feet just blew off the pedals in the middle of the turn down. That's scary. You know. It's gotta yeah. be. And just gotta be. you know, I'm forty three years old. I don't have to go I, I like right. to just go out and flow, do right. a tabletop yeah. and you know, try to make things at least look smooth. Hopefully, <laughs> that's my goal. He does way more than that. FYI, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I believe it. Thanks, man. Because you get, once you get in your mind, it's hard to let it go. You know, <laughs> for sure. That's for. We always talk about our, our bag of tricks and how each each year one comes out and gets thrown away, and or seeps through a hole in the bag. Right. It goes away, but there's. Little. I just heard him say, I don't do many tricks, but I, I'm here to tell you he still does plenty of tricks. Yeah. yeah, there's... I'm sure he does. I do. You get him in the right... I mean, you know, at the right... Now, I, tri- now I jump... You know, and... I'll jump a 10-foot double and I'll nose bonk the top of the landing and just right. bounce off of it. And just, I do. Just for fun. Still, just to yeah, get yeah. people's heart rate going. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> there, there are a, a lot of comments on that knack-knack. I'm just going to read this one. Kevin Carroll... KC Interior Services. Oh, that knack knack is stretched to the point of where it has become a look back. Uh, or, sorry, that was a question. Um, has it has it gone to the point of uh, becoming a look back? Uh, I mean, I don't see that. No, I mean, I, I know what he's saying, but it's definitely. It's. It was never. It was intended to be a knack knack. Yeah. It's just the the reason the bars are so close, is just because of the extension mm-hmm. of the leg and everything yeah. like that. More yeah. than anything, it isn't intended to be like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Dan Leanerth, the guy who kind of, oh yeah, that kind of extension came from, was mm-hmm. a local in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He used to do them where he did them X'd up and stuff like that. With, so with I, uh, with urchin cages. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. So the the actually, if you didn't have urchins or something like that, you could not do that. Oh, that's right. That's what I used to yeah, do. <laughs> slip off, right? Yeah. Yeah. And by stretching it that far, that's how it became like a look back. Mm-hmm. Because right. you stretch it so hard, you had to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're knacking right. proper. Yeah. Right. Brett Downs wanted to say that's the greatest knack back of all time. Brett Downs. Uh, and. Let me see. Um, skip that. Mark Pitazny. He wants to know uh, what do you have against Treble's couch? You know. There's got to be a good story to this one. Yeah, uh, you know. Maybe. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, I went when I went to Caddy and Posh in 2014. We we left. Uh, I drove up to Jeremy's house in Michigan, mm-hmm. and we drove. Yeah. Went to Pitazny's house in Pittsburgh, and we stayed there. And then we went out to Caddy Woods. Um, got there in the afternoon. Uh, met up with Matt Treble. Um, real nice guy. I don't know if you ever had a chance to meet him. I, I might have. I yeah, real know. good guy. Uh, yeah. He he was one of the first. He's a pretty big dude, and he's, he rides a 22 out there all the time. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. All right, thanks, man. Probably haven't been to a lot of jams there, but anyway. Yeah, real nice guy, though. He, he owns, uh, you might know him, actually. Uh, he owns uh, Metal Lab. Axel Rod printing. Ac- oh yeah, yeah. He Axel did the Radical. benefit shirts for. Yeah. Um, gosh, maybe even done the one for Rays. Maybe it's very possible. Yeah, he um, does really good screen printing and stuff like and, that. And he does them for the trails too, right? Yeah, absolutely. For, uh, for um, both. Okay. So we ended up staying with him, and uh, just one thing led to another, and his couch ended up outside. That's, that's funny. <laughs> we had a little too much fun. Wow. It, Mainly yeah. me. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's where your uh, the bar spinner came out in you. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, all right, uh, Mr. Helferty. That's a the username. Yeah. Or, I know Eric. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm glad you because some of these names throw me for a loop. But anyway, he's got good questions. How high can you bunny hop? Number one. I mean yeah. nowadays. I feel pretty good if I can bunny hop like up a two foot ledge. Uh, I think I, I can bunny hop maybe maybe up to thirty inches. Uh-huh. But I I mean when I was younger really? I could bunny hop forty forty right around forty. Really? Yeah. That's I mean good they there. used to do bunny hop contests back in the day. Yeah. I'd yeah. get thirty eight forty somewhere in there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh, these, other, these other ones I can't ask, they'll go down a hole. From, from him, yeah. from Eric still. Yeah. Uh, Dan, this kid just came on this 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 past year. Uh, Dan uh, Gangola from yeah, the yeah. Trails. Yeah, yeah, real good dude. Yeah, yeah. they're they're supposed they to be sh- here. They actually are here. Um, mm-hmm. They told me they were going to be here at nine o'clock tonight. I, okay. I just they're probably all hanging out actually yeah. with Rich and those guys. Yeah. Looking forward to meeting him. He's, yeah. he's, he's dude, really they've, they've got an awesome thing going on down at their trails. I've been down there one time and got to ride. It's on uh, family campground property, yeah, and it's it's on the campground property, and it's so tucked away in the back. Unless you went down to the dead end that it's at, you wouldn't even know it's down there. Yes. Yeah. Probably fairly safe. Yep. Um, yep. To have there, or it should last anyway. Yeah. But uh, he wanted to know how does it feel to be riding for? And we should get into this now. Riding for the DWA team. And uh, future BMX plans, he also asked too. So, why don't we uh, 
You want to finish on the, the interview part about the DWA sponsorship? The, not sponsorship, but helping helping each other out, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. You help him, he helps you. But, yep. uh, yeah, uh, shed, shed a little light on that one. Yeah, uh, you know, um, it, it's a funny story, actually. We we went, the Louisville Caverns have been mm -hmm. down south, you know, for a few years now. And yeah. it, I guess now they're not going to be the same as they were once before, from what I understand. But they are coming back, though, or no? They are. I heard it's coming back in a very tamed roller form. Uh, uh, too many injuries there or something? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know the full scope. Isn't that hard? Some, but somebody said that somebody broke a neck down there or something like that and it's paralyzed. But I've also heard other rumors of sure. why they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really hard to tell what the truth is. Um, but I went down there, uh -huh. ended up meeting these cool dudes from Minnesota, mm -hmm. um, Josh and Richie, um, Bootsy, a whole bunch of dudes, and they've got some kids that come with them and they're just really rad guys. Um, and was hanging out with him the first time I went down there. And the funny thing is, uh, this guy Richie, who I don't didn't really remember the incident at the time, but back at the '99 Grands, uh, I took this girl I was dating at the time, mm -hmm. and she was a cute little blonde with me. And mm -hmm. I remember the incident happening. I don't remember the person, but we were in an elevator, and I caught this kid just staring at my girl. And I just I remember going, "What you looking at, man?" And yeah. There was no, like, I'm getting up in his face type thing. Right, I just right. asked him to basically stop staring at my girlfriend. And right. There was no other word said. We got out the elevator and we went our separate ways. Well, he brings this up to me down at Louisville Caverns when I'm talking to him. He goes, hey, man, he goes, it's funny to me now. He goes, but do you remember this? And uh, I was oh like, he told me the story. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I was like. And then it all kind of clicked yeah, over yeah. time. You know, I started right, thinking right. about it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I do remember this. And uh, so we had a good laugh about that, yeah, yeah. and just uh, rode, rode, and became mm -hmm. like Facebook friends and mm -hmm. you know social media friends. Um, went down to the Old Fools event that happened a couple months later. Got to ride with them again. That was awesome. Yeah. Still social media, keeping in contact and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, and then it was a, cu a couple days before Christmas, and they've been doing some really cool, positive things. Uh, DWA stands for Dirt Workers Association, for anybody who doesn't know. And uh, what the Dirt Workers Association do, does is they sell t-shirts. They uh, are now starting their um, own line of frames, which uh, hopefully will soon be possibly even getting made here in the States, um, still to be determined and announced. But what they do with their profits is they make gift cards. They go to Home Depot, they get a gift card for X amount of dollars and they send it to local trail systems, whether it's Caddy, Posh, to help with insurance costs, uh, buying shovels, uh, you know, or whether it's selling it, sending it to a trail system down south that mm -hmm. has a set of local trails that lets people come through that, that just needs a little bit of financial backing to help them buy tarps or whatever else you may have. They, they're, they're just really, they, they are guys who love to ride dirt and they just want to help out all the trail communities they can with uh, you know positive feedback and, and positive uh, things they can do for them. That's awesome. Yeah. I had no idea there was uh, that much going on with it that it was uh, in that it's a, a give back. It's a, it's a, a unique way to run a uh, 
business for sure because it's really like a nonprofit. And that's the, and that's what makes it awesome. I mean, he's a he's a, a full time electrician. I believe mm -hmm. he's a union electrician, so he's uh -huh. he's got a really good job. And yeah. you know, these guys are up in Minnesota, and so right. nothing is close for them. And yeah. they make these journeys, and I mean, they they really dig what yeah. you know they get to do. So and he's he's here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, right down the hall. Yeah. yeah. So and. Them They're probably all out here, right here in the hall, actually. Just waiting for me to release you. Well, I mean, Rich is obviously out there. Yeah, 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 right, right. I mean, Daniel and those guys are probably right out there, too, I bet. Oh, we'll, we'll check it out in a minute. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, perfect. It's about two and a half hours. It's usually about what they run almost every time. Sick. It works it works like a charm. Um, just anything you want to finish on? Uh, the, the Actually, Dan's question was uh, your future BMX plans. And uh, anyone you want to, to thank or I mean, acknowledge? Uh, my or? future future BMX plans is just to keep having fun. I mean, that's what BMX, uh, since I started when I was seven years old, uh, which is 37 years ago, uh -huh. um, has always been about having fun. Right. Uh, and it's always been about jumping my bike. I mean, right. BMX wouldn't have been such a thrill to me without being able to catch some air, right. um, which, uh, yeah. Um, so just just that's it man just have fun um as far as people i'd like to think i mean anybody who's helped me out in the past i i, I would love to start naming off names but we've been here quite a while and it's time to get out of the hot seat for a minute <laughs> but uh, i i really I, I appreciate all you guys a ton everybody who's helped ever helped me throughout time all my friends all my family and uh joe thank you man I appreciate oh, you're it. welcome more than 100%. happy to do it yeah. Thanks for bearing with my schedule as we tried hey. to piece this together. Awesome, man. So uh, I'm glad it worked out, and this is perfect, perfect time to meet up for sure. I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. Thanks again, Scotty. Yeah, Joe. All right. For sure.